This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode, 51 Centimeter. On this episode, we review the March 26th show in Kahului, Maui, Hawaii, at Maui Arts and Cultural Center Castle Theater from Weird Al's 2023, The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self-Indulgent Ill-Advised Vanity Tour. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are. Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast. Dave, this is our last concert review of this tour, because it was the last show of the tour. Aloha, Ethan. How are you? <laughs> Aloha. I'm just too excited. I'm too excited. This is, I can't believe we've done all of these episodes and, and we're finally here at the final one, Maui, Hawaii. I never thought we would ever record this, but obviously it's been a few months plus, uh, but we're recording it. Um, we recently recorded the Honolulu one. Hopefully people listen to that first because there's going to be all sorts of spoilers if they didn't. This episode. <laughs> <laughs> like how we're in Hawaii. <laughs> right. And let, let's just qualify this. This is the last show of the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour that we know of. I mean, it's always possible that he could bring this tour back at some point. Uh, so it's possible that they might have another one. Highly unlikely, but very possible. Very possible. And you know we'll go to the last one. But yeah, this is the last of, like you said, the last show on the tour. This is my, for people who are keeping track, my 226th Lifetime show and my 30th Ridiculously Self-Indulgent bonus episode. Or, or I guess not bonus episode. Well, I've been on more than 30 of them. <laughs> my, <laughs> my 30th Ridiculously Self-Indulgent uh, concert that concert. I've been to. Okay. Yes. Right. And then uh, on this tour. And also, last one was for people. This is the spoiler we were talking about. The last one was the most Western concert I've ever seen. And this is the southernmost concert that I've <laughs> ever seen. Amazing. <laughs> Hawaii checks so I, the number of boxes. <laughs> so in two, in two days, I managed to, to see the most Western concert I've ever seen and the southernmost concert I've ever seen. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Maui. I mean, I hadn't been. Jackie, I, Jackie and I, we honeymooned in Maui. Uh, and we have not been back since. So this is the first time that that Jackie and I had been back to Maui uh, since 2010 when we went on our honeymoon. So I don't know if you've ever been to Hawaii prior to the previous I was. island Oahu. Yeah, no, I you was. Were, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went to Maui and another island. And I believe I had a layover in Honolulu. This was back back in the day when I was a kid. Uh, I went with my parents. So uh, first cool. time there as an adult. And, you know, Dave, you talk about how it was your westernmost and your southernmost concert, but... Yeah. I, I mean, it was also mine, too, right? Okay, well, I, I didn't... I <laughs> Where else would I have been? You. I don't know. I didn't want to speak for you. I mean, maybe you, maybe you travel to South America or something for some concert I don't know well, about. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, you're right. It, it's it's uh, probably... 
Probably. Well, I guess Al's toured it. I was going to say the the southernmost concert, but that's obviously not true because he just came back from Australia prior to this. So is that more southern? (laughs) What? This this is a a Weird Al podcast. This is not a a geography (laughs) podcast. (laughs) It's a totally different hemisphere. Of course, it's more southern. It's the other side of the equator. Oh, boy. We gotta get we gotta get to one of those shows in uh, Australia one of the times when he does that. That'd be awesome. That would be really yeah. Cool. So oh yeah, I mean this it was is more southern. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking. Just, I'm just looking just at the map. Just a little bit. I just a little bit. The map. Um, right. Wow. Yeah. Hawaii is is like it's really southern. Huh? <laughs> I don't think you sure can is. get more western though, unless he did like a far tip of Alaska. Because <laughs> you get to a point where you're almost eastern if you keep going west. There's a yeah, line. At some point, you're going to cross <laughs> over the international date line, right? Right. I mean, there's still there's still uh, western more islands that you can go to in Hawaii. But yeah, I guess you could do one of the west one of the western Aleutian Islands off of off of Alaska. But I mean, let's not talk about okay. where he can play. Let's talk about where he did play. Okay, and that is of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you insist, and that is of babe. course the Maui Arts and Cultural Center, <clears throat> right here in uh, in Maui. But before we got there, so. Last episode, we ended off, I think we ended off at the end of the concert. Uh, we went back to our hotel and then we had to catch a flight because you can't just exactly drive from island to island or even swim from island to island. <laughs> and there's no, and unlike when we went to, uh, to, uh, British, uh, British, what was it? Vancouver? Where was that Victoria? Uh, yeah. We, we took the, um, Victoria, right. We had to yeah. take the, uh, the ferry. There's no ferries between islands, at least none that I'm aware of. So you have to actually get on a plane to go between island and island. So that was a very short flight, but it was, uh, it was pretty entertaining. Uh, once we actually got to the airport, we had a lot of, uh, yeah, there's a, there's <laughs> a lot, a lot to cover. <laughs> you know, I think, um, since I have TSA pre-check, I think Jackie does too, but you didn't. So I think you guys and and I split up, and I just was like, oh, "I'll meet up with you on the plane" because we were on the same flight. Um, we knew <laughs> that we weren't going to, as long as we didn't miss the flight, we wouldn't miss each other. So we could have sort of broken off. I went to get breakfast, and I was just sort of I didn't know where you were, so I was just kind of hanging out, eating breakfast, and that's when I started noticing members of Weird Al's band also at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> And right. I mean, if we have to get from island to island, they have to get from island to island as well. So yeah, this wasn't wasn't a stretch that we might see them, but yeah, they turned out that they were on the flight right before ours. Yeah, so I'm I'm just hanging out in the terminal, and I did see a guy um, get yelled at and kicked out. Um, oh, not not from the band, but <laughs> just a random guy. Uh, so that was kind of entertaining. And then up walks Miles, and he's like, "Oh, hey, how's it going?" So Miles sits down <laughs> next to me, and we're talking about the concert. And this is where I cool. confirmed that he was very surprised about the intro to Nature Trail the night before. <laughs> uh, right. So we were having fun talking about that. And then Jim walks by. And Jim comes over and sits next to us. And then Ruben walks by and he comes over and sits next to us. So it was like the four of us just kind of like sitting there. It was very surreal. Um, and then they're like, hey, you mind if you would you watch our bags, Ethan? I'm like, OK. So then suddenly I'm in charge of watching the bags of, you know, the majority of Al's band at this point. 
So wow, um, it was fun. We we got to chat. It was it was really nice, and I got to talk to Kimo about um, the really awesome performance he had the the night before right. the Hawaii the uh, the hula dancer. Uh, so it was really nice, and and so we we got some good conversation and. Uh, got to ask them about their travels in Europe and Australia because I hadn't had a whole lot of time to talk to Kimo or, or Ruben um, since they were just back from that. So it was really nice. And I don't even know where you guys were. <laughs> well, like you said, so so uh, so at the time I did not have pre- TSA pre-check, but this was actually the uh, – because this line, this line, it was insane. Like, well uh, – the the line yeah I think the line was long I don't even remember we stood in a bunch of uh, TSA lines so I'm trying to think back to which one this one was wasn't there like but, multiple TSA checkpoints we had to go through like one to make sure we weren't yeah, stealing was, livestock and then one like I feel like I had to go through like three different checkpoints yeah that's that's what it was it was uh it was a bunch of different checkpoints that we had to go through like you had to get your bag. Well, you didn't have to get your bag scanned because you're going from island to island. But, yeah, you had to, like, declare you didn't have any fruits or vegetables or things like – or live animals or insects or I don't know. It right. Was, it was crazy. Like, like we had to – like, every time you had to go past, like, this one checkpoint, which was, for some reason, in the middle of the terminal, which was really weird. Yeah, it's like, like you already so, got through security, but then they had to check your bags check again. Check your bag again in yeah. the middle of the terminal. So, like, if you went from one side of the terminal – you know, to get food or come back, you had to check your bag again. I don't know. It was really weird. Um, Super weird. But yeah, um, I don't remember if uh, this was the one where where I was in a really long line and it, it sort of, while I was in the line, I was filling out the application for TSA pre-check so I could go, th- I could get that when I got back home oh. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. Uh, so, so now I am TSA pre-check, good, uh, but good. yeah, we did, we did split up. Uh, yeah, we got in and I remember, um, I know that, uh, we either didn't have breakfast or we had a small breakfast, so we ended up uh, just needing getting some food, and there really wasn't a lot of choices. We ate at like McDonald's uh, right. in the airport, right. and uh, we got our food, and then there was just some. So, so, so they ended up charging me twice for for my meal somehow, uh, oh, but it, it all got sorted out. Yeah, it was on my credit card, and then they, they said the credit card didn't go through, and so I paid cash. And then when I got home and I checked my credit card bill, there was a charge from the airport there, so I had to dispute it. They they, they sided on my side, and it Good. was like it was it was wasn't a lot, but you know it was it was just a like oh really you're gonna do this to me? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we did that. We sat down. We were eating our Jackie and I were eating our McDonald's breakfast uh, at a certain table. And uh, Kimo walked by and he sat down at like the table next to us and just he saw us and he was on the phone and he waved and everything. And I, I think I saw I think I saw some of the other guys in the band walk by. Uh, maybe I might have seen Bermuda. I, I might have seen you talking to Miles. I don't I think, remember. I think Bermuda was on a flight earlier. So we actually didn't oh. see him. Um, okay. But I do believe... And I, I hope it's not a spoiler. Or maybe we can start talking about it. There were some other folks from the tour uh, at the airport. Uh, I know you guys were waiting in line, and I started walking towards the line uh, for our flight. And I saw Emo at the front of the line, and I knew from the other band members that they were on a different flight than us. They weren't on the exact same flight. It was like mm. five minutes earlier because there's a ton of flights going, you know, between Maui and Honolulu. Yeah. So. 
I saw Emo like waiting in line. It's like Emo, I think you're in a in the wrong line. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and uh, so he like he double checked with the agent, and he was in the wrong line. And so then, um, Emo and I just got in a conversation, and we we're we we're just like chatting for maybe 10, 15 minutes. And while Emo and I are chatting, Al, Suzanne, and Nina walk by, and they they see Emo waiting in this you know, other line near the other line where he and I were talking and Al's like, Hey, Emo, we're on the other flight. And then Al saw me. He's like, Oh, Hey, Ethan. And then just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Yeah. So we were, we were lining up, we're lining up and they were, like you said, they were on the previous flight yeah, and they, and Al and Nina and Suzanne walked past me and I did see Emo as well. Uh, I don't, they did not, they did not stop and say hi, Dave, to me, but uh, I don't know if they, <laughs> if he recognized me or not, but he did walk like right next to me. So chances are he did. But at the time, like, you know, here's a celebrity walking through, you know, the airport and people still were yelling, Weird Al, Weird Al, you know, and some people were saying, I was at your concert last night. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm going to your concert tonight or something. So it was, it was kind of funny. And so he was uh, trying to just get on the plane without causing a commotion. So yeah, was, I, was, I did see was, him, you know, pose for a few pictures on the way. Uh, right. I think the only reason he he took the opportunity to to acknowledge me is because I was literally talking to the guy <laughs> he was talking to. So, um, so that was really funny, and and it's it's yeah. always cool to see Al in public, even though you know, <laughs> I guess it's the only time I've ever seen Al at an airport. I, I know there was a photo that went viral a few years ago of Al like waiting in line with like a just a neutral face, and people like it went viral because it's like sad Al Yankovic or something. <laughs> and I think Al commented on it. He's like, yeah, that's just my, I'm waiting in line for security face. It's not, <laughs> I wasn't sad. But it is interesting. I don't know that I've really run into Al in public at an airport or anything like that, but I guess it makes sense because <laughs> there's one way to get to the island. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, yeah, so that, that was, uh, that was our adventures in the, uh, the airport there on Oahu, Honolulu uh, Airport. The flight, like, we got on and we were on the runway for maybe for way longer than it even was in the air. Um, uh, that's right. It was crazy. It was it was such a short flight that, like, uh, it was, like, I'm surprised they even had, like, a beverage service. Like, they literally they well, walked down the aisle. <laughs> they gave us little, like, um, I remember these from, like, elementary school, like, little plastic... Right. Uh, with foil on top juices. I don't yeah. even know what flavor juice it was. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. It's just like you didn't have a choice. I mean, they just handed it out to you. Yeah. I mean, you could have said no, but, you know, they handed it to you. And then, like, they immediately kind of went – by the time they got to the back of the plane, they went back Collected. up to the front and started yeah. collecting them. Because <laughs> how short the and flight And then we landed. Was. <laughs> yeah. And it was I've a, only been on one, it was a one small flight plane, too. that was shorter. Yeah. It was well. It wasn't the smallest plane I've been on, right. but it was a small plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, relatively speaking, I mean, there was what like two seats on each side. Was uh, that it? Maybe. <laughs> it was a small. It wasn't a teeny plane, but it was. It was a smaller plane. Yeah. So it was fun. It was kind of nice. You know, I was sitting, uh, I was sitting at the window. You were a couple rows ahead of us, and we were Jackie and I were towards the back of the plane. Uh, we're sit- sitting at the window. It's kind of nice to get to see, like you know, the uh, Diamond Head Crater that we we drove past. The, you know, in the in Waikiki Beach as we're flying out, and then as we're flying in to see the uh, the Maui, you know, see the the mountain there. 
um, Haleakala, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the volcano. It was really cool. Um, like the flight, it was a short flight, but it was a, the sights, was fun. the was, sights were really cool. Yeah, yeah. It was really nice to, 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 to kind of be watching, looking out the window on that flight. Uh, so yeah, it was like we said, maybe 45 minutes stops the flight. We landed in Maui. We headed off to pick up our rental car and we went right to our hotel after that. But before we went to our hotel, there was a Coke Zero Solo. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Now I got to do my own. Okay, go it's ahead. It's not a duet. It's a solo. Coke Zero Solo. All right. Got it. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> we went to, I was really uh, thirsty. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I was... I was, thought you would have prompted me if I was waiting. I was thirsty too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this hotel, I mean, there's not, there's not, I mean, there's uh, quite a few hotels um, they can stay at, but this one was close to the venue and uh, right there in sort of uh, Kahului, Kahului uh, one of the, for the price that we paid, I mean, it's expensive no matter where you stay in the island. I yeah. thought it was a really good hotel. It's I liked it. The, yeah, yeah, it was called the Maui Seaside Hotel, and it's right there on the—I uh, don't want to say the beach. It's like a little, a little bay there. Yeah, Kalui it, Bay. It, it and, but there's a little beach there. There's the a pool. There's a, like a, a pool there. There was just uh, like it was close to like everything. It was incredibly close to the 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 uh, venue we saw. It was close to the airport. It was like really like the perfect spot to stay if you're just in kind of town for a couple of days or whatever. Um, yeah, it was nice. Or in my nice. case, one uh, day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you did that. That was crazy. I Yeah, well, I'm sure later in the episode, you'll tell us some of the adventures you and Jackie went on after oh, yeah, I left. Yeah. But we, we didn't have all that much time. I mean, it was, you know, we, we got over and, and there were only a few hours until the concert. And we did have VIPs. So we're supposed to be there a little early. And, right. Um so I, I don't even know if, how much time I think, I don't know if I had time to take a nap or, or what, but we, uh, decided, Hey, it was lunchtime. So, um, we ended up looking, there, there weren't a whole lot of options, but we found that there was a, uh, like a mall, uh, not too far from where we were. And they had a food court with a bunch of options. So we're like, that'll be fun. You know, we'll, we'll easily find something that all of us like. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a nice little place to eat. I forget the name of the mall, but it wasn't that far away. And like you said, a lot of food options. And uh, you ended up, I don't know, eating some some weird <laughs> it was, restaurant. It was called Mr. Cow. And they <laughs> had, I don't even remember exactly. I think it was like a deep fried cheese on a stick. And it was like breaded. <laughs> right. And it was covered in flaming hot Cheeto dust, which... I like all of those things separately, and as it turns out, I also like them all together. It was really delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and I also got my very first ever boba tea at that mall, wow. which I've since had more of. I really do enjoy uh, certain flavors of boba, boba oh, tea. Nice. So, so that was it was a good experience for me uh, at the mall. Yeah. I mean, you're actually, yeah, that, that cheese on a stick thing, it actually... Sounded weird, but it looked like it was good. I don't know if you let me try some or not, but it, I, I wish you did. Because I think you did. I think you and Jackie tried cause, some. 
because it, it looked it looks really it looked really good once you got it and you finally got it. yeah it was it was nice oh we ended up just getting i think i ended up getting like panda express or something and i don't know what jackie ended up getting but yeah it was just mall food other than this mr cow place which i've never heard of must be hawaii yeah and <laughs> while we're at the mall i don't know if you remember this dave there was a like an arcade claw machine and in it, they had uh, stuffed plush spam cans. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> they were not in a winnable place. They were kind of wedged in the front. Right. But we definitely right. were pretty thrilled to see spam <laughs> in the place where we ate. <laughs> <laughs> Which they certainly flew in specifically because they knew Weird Al was going to be in town. Not because everybody in Hawaii seems to love spam. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So then we yeah. went to, I think we just went back and got changed and then went right to the show. Well, that, there was, or did you do anything a, else in there? Well, yeah. I mean, I think you, you probably went and either took a nap or just were hanging out because I remember we had a little bit of time after lunch before we had to head over there. And like I said, the, the place was really, uh, was, was kind of like a little resort almost, uh, you know, it had the pool jackie and i we went in the little bay there uh probably was a little colder than we would have liked but we were in there for a little while um at the beach there and then uh we then uh jackie went in to either take a nap or get ready for the concert and i just hung out by the pool which was really nice kind of nice to just sit back and relax uh but yeah uh we kind of passed a little time at the the hotel there the resort and then yeah it was time to head over to the concert and I don't have notes on this, but I don't know if we knew about this in advance, but I think we did, that there was going to be food at the venue, that they um, were going to, it was like Mexican night or taco night or something. So we went with the idea that we would eat at the venue, and yeah. we did. Yep. We we got there, we checked in for VIP, and... Well, I guess we, we, should, we should say that... Uh, that uh, we didn't mention this yet, but uh, we, if people who were listening in the last episode know that our friend Alexis was there, she also flew over. She was on an earlier flight and landed in. And I remember she ended up somehow renting like this Mustang or this really crazy oh, yeah. sports car. <laughs> I and, forgot uh, about that. I was trying to think of, because I didn't think we rode together with her over there. No, we didn't. She didn't. So she, she was, she was, at, she wasn't staying at the same hotel as she was staying at like a fancier resort Um I don't know, 45 minutes away or so. Oh, okay. Uh, right. So it was sort of in the southern part of Maui or the, the western part of Maui. Um, yeah, it wasn't It wasn't any, anywhere near our hotel. So we were kind of like, well, you're on your own. You know, if you had stayed <laughs> at the same hotel, we could have got you to the right, venue. But, right. You know, you're kind of on your own. So she ended up renting a, a car, uh, like like said, this is like sporty muscle car. And, uh, <laughs> so I remember she, she went to the... She went. She was filling us in, you know, as like if there was parking or not. And she like got there, and she was like the only person there. So she's like, "There's plenty of parking." Yeah, you know. <laughs> and so we headed over, and she's like, "Park next to me," and she's just like sitting there in like this convertible, you know, with, like <laughs> like being all Hawaii. And I'm like, "All right, Alexis is living the good life." Yeah, today. <laughs> she certainly was. We, yeah, and yeah. So um, I think her and I were sitting. We had tickets together, and then you and Jackie had tickets together. Right. All close by, but I don't think it was four in a row like the previous night. No, um, it was you you two were you two were one row ahead of us in the first row and we were in the second row, I believe. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. 
it was it was great seats. But before we even get there, we got to the the venue, and then we we checked in, and they had it was kind of like a the venue was very much like the the seating and stuff was indoors, but once you actually like got into the quote unquote venue, it was all kind of outdoors. So there were yeah. tables and set up. There was there was like um these stands where you could get the food. There were stands for mixed drinks and beer and soda and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so it's kind of, it was kind of like a food court in a sense, but except there weren't like multiple options. It was just like an, an outdoor f- food court. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you had like, it was, it was top Mexican night, I think you said, or something like that. And yeah, you could go up and you could, um, sort of tell the person what you wanted, you know, tacos or whatever it was you got and the food was really good surprising really really good yeah um and uh they gave you a lot of it and yeah you just kind of went up and i don't remember if it was included in the price or we had to pay extra for it i feel like we had to pay extra maybe, yeah we had to but, buy it yeah but yeah it was uh it was like a big place and like the entire like it was I think everybody who was going to the concert sort of went there. It almost was like it was sort of like the tradition or something. You go eat at the the place because just the place was packed with people. Um, it was hard to find seating, but we somehow found seating at this one big table. And right. I think we just took turns saving the seats and getting the food and alternating. And I think at one point, didn't uh, Kimo come out and sit at the table uh, with us because... There were a number of people that Kimo knew in, in Maui, because obviously he spends a lot of time there, that were coming to the concert. So he came out and was chatting with them before the concert. So we got to see him. And I think, were we sitting next to Kimo's friends or, or something like that, right? I don't remember Kimo sitting with us. Maybe he was sitting, maybe he came out when we were, or maybe, Jack and uh, I were in line. Is that? Or maybe he was at a Kimo table near it. us. I just remember he seeing Kimo. He was sort of like the mayor of the town because everyone knew him. <laughs> like he came out and everyone's like, hey, Kimo. Like I, I got the feeling that a lot of people were at the concert to see Kimo who maybe had no idea who Al was. They're like, oh, yeah, ah. Kimo's got this side project with Zany <laughs> uh, Allen or something. <laughs> maybe maybe I don't, I don't remember seeing chemo but I, I i trust you that he was there but i don't think we were sitting with him we were sitting with like these these two couples um and uh they they sort of we you know there was a couple empty seats and maybe you were alexis reserved them while we were getting our food and you know we sat down and and you know nice uh two older couples one of them <laughs> we started talking to them and uh one of them said my name is Wendy and this is my husband, Peter, or something like that. And it was like Peter Pan. And then they just went on on this whole oh. Wendy and Peter Pan thing, <laughs> which I, which was they were really excited about being named Wendy and Peter Pan and, and meeting <laughs> together. So, And then the other – there's another really nice couple that we were talking to as well. Um, and I didn't get their name, but they were incredibly nice. And then, you know, they were asking us – we were talking about, you know – how we came from New Jersey and New York and Massachusetts, you know, to come out for the concert for Weird Al, how we follow them around and we have the podcast and everything. And they kind of were saying, oh, yeah, you guys are like kind of like the deadheads, you know, you're following Al around and everything. <laughs> it was just, they, they thought we were really cool. Uh, deadheads, were deadhead really cool. ain't got nothing on us, Dave. <laughs> yeah, they, that was they, they were very nice. Very nice. I'm glad we got to sit with those people. Uh, for, for yeah, it was it was a nice way to to start the evening, and um, it wasn't before too long that we went in and got our seats. 
Oh, I should say we we uh, it's, I guess when we were checking in for VIP, we totally skipped over that part. The first thing was uh, we we had to check in for VIP, and there was that uh, the merchandise stand, right? Yeah, did we check in with Marnie for VIP, or was it? I feel Kamal? like we checked in. We either checked in with Kamal or Marnie for VIP, and uh, yeah, it was right next to the merch stand. Uh, the the check in for the VIP. And I remember something like I didn't get everything at the last concert, so I asked if I could have have uh, everything I needed, and I ended up ending ended up getting like a ton of uh, those little weird owl heads and. Uh, oh, because you didn't get them the night before or something. Yeah, so and they had plenty of extras, and so it was. I remember having to carry around, but since it was outside and we hadn't really gone into the venue yet, we could go back to the car and drop everything off. Okay, I remember dropping stuff. And off I remember, the car. yeah. And then they had, uh, they had the same, you know, the stuff, the the two, the two tour t shirts, um, and then the Hawaiian or the Aloha shirt, and uh, really like not not a full you know smorgasbord of of merchandise just it was bare minimum. whatever like was left tum- yeah. the tumblers and they had <laughs> the uh they might have had a few water bottles left because i remember uh i remember i remember the signs and all that stuff for the for all the, the things that were out but yeah it wasn't it wasn't a lot but yeah it was kind of like whatever's left they kind of <laughs> had yeah, I, I didn't take any notes on or pictures of the the merchandise situation, so uh, I'm glad. Yeah, you, it was. You had that. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was sort of. It was. It wasn't in the venue. It was sort of as you were walking towards the seating area where right, all the food was. Right. So it was. It was a bit further away, but yeah, it was uh, certainly. It was, there definitely was one, and you had to go to the check in there. I guess I don't remember if we checked in with. With Kamal or Marnie, but I do know we were sort of hanging out there talking for a couple minutes with, with uh, them before we headed off. But yeah, uh, I guess this, I, I don't know if I have notes about this, but remember when I was walking in, some guy was like really taken with my shirt and was like asking me a bunch of questions and he kept calling <laughs> me like boss or brother or something. Like a very Hawaiian kind oh, of guy. Yeah, you kept brother. calling me brother. Yeah. He's like, oh, I love yeah. your shirt, brother. Where'd you get at, brother? And I like, uh, I think during intermission, I'll have to see if I wrote about it, but um, I don't think I did. I think I, I like showed him the website where I got it. He's like, brother, thank <laughs> you so much. He's like, but I need it in 6X, brother. And I was like, it goes up to 6X. He's like, oh, brother, thank you, brother. <laughs> it's just, he was the nicest awesome. guy. I think he was one of the ushers or security guys or whatever. But it, <laughs> I, I think just pretty so, much everyone in Hawaii is just like super nice. It's like the opposite of, oh, yeah. of the, you know, the what people say about New York City or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's just like everyone is just so nice and friendly. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, look at just look at the scenery in Hawaii. I, mean, I know. It just puts you in an automatically good mood. Yeah. Hard. Oh, and that was another great thing about where we were sitting is just the view like outside. Like you could see like the the mountain in the background and it was it was really gorgeous like the sunset you know it was right around that time you know when the sun was setting oh it was just to sit outside like that was just one of the nicest places we ever had dinner pre pre uh pre-concert it was really cool um and so and your shirt uh if you want to describe it for people so that they yeah, can it, go it's... out and, and pick it up in, in sizes <laughs> i guess small through 6x 
Um, well, so I, I don't want to give it too much of a plug because it is not an official Weird Al shirt. I will say okay. I was wearing a, I don't know if it, if it would say it's a bootleg because it's not copying anything Weird Al did. Um, but it's a, a shirt where Al is leaning back, playing his accordion, uh, definitely the 80s look Al with lightning around him. And then in kind of a ah. retro font, it says Weird Al Yankovic. And I will, I'll say this, Dave, because you're going to ask about it anyway. There are no quotes around Weird Al, but, <laughs> but I'm okay with it because it's not an official piece of Weird Al merchandise that has messed it up. Oh, okay. So I'm more okay with it. It's a very cool design. Um, I have one and Aaron Henry has a matching shirt and I think we wore our shirts together in back in uh, February when we went to um, those shows in the uh, Midwest, but um, a really cool shirt. It is. I, I really, really like it. Um, and I'm sorry, Al, if I took away any profit from you for buying a shirt that was not <laughs> official, but trust me, I bought way more. <laughs> <laughs> of the official <laughs> stuff than anyone would ever imagine, except for Dave. So <laughs> I made up for it. <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah, it's a cool shirt. And I guess as long as we're talking about what we were wearing, I was wearing a Hawaiian shirt uh, that said, We're the Al Yankovic story. It was an orange shirt with sort of green um, foliage on it and a giant toucan. And it was... What was, I guess, a promo shirt for uh, the movie? It was sent to influencers. And even though we were at the premiere as influencers, they never sent us these, Dave. Um, But you luckily found one on eBay, I assume. And I'm still uh, looking for one. So if anyone (laughs) from Roku is is listening, shame on you for not sending us Uh, the uh, the promo stuff. I don't know if there's any other podcast in the world who has promoted their movie more than we have. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit, little bit upset about that. I wish they they would have uh, at least thrown us a little promo package, you know, for all but, of the yeah. insane promotion all, we've done. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, but that was that was a cool. I would like the, that's a really cool shirt. Uh, I think it's. Uh, one of my favorite Hawaiian shirts. And I don't know. I guess it's official. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a Roku shirt. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> shirt. It really, it's very cool. Um, so and Jackie was wearing uh, the Aloha shirt. Uh, and Alexis looks like she's just wearing a black and white shirt. Was she? Or was she wearing like a crew shirt? Alexis loves to rock. Oh, yeah. She's just wearing a Nike shirt. She loves, she has a great <laughs> collection of the crew shirts from over the years ah, okay uh, she i know she really likes those as as yeah. do i but um we were sitting and the show must have been a seven thirty show because right at seven thirty on the dot is when i have for it starting yeah uh you know when the show starts at 11 th- at 7 30 uh when the show's advertising start at 7 30 you know what that means that means that <laughs> <laughs> 7 30 on the dot starts at 7 30 <laughs> yeah uh was it uh the same person who came out that made yep. the announcements or yep. yeah void came out and void. i noticed actually and i don't know that it wasn't there the previous night but i certainly did recognize this night that the emo emo letters yes. were out on stage yes. so i was glad yes. to see those made the journey to the islands <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, and I guess we were sitting like I we mentioned earlier. We, you were you and Alexis were sitting in the front row. I was sitting. Uh, Jackie and I were sitting in the row 
the seats directly behind you, I believe. I th- yeah, I and think you we were, were on, And we were on, uh, on, well, Ruben's side of the stage and uh, Miles' side of the stage. That's right. And I have the... Um, did Emo come out and say aloha? And then he said, oh, it's the last show of the tour. You can do better than that. And had us say aloha again. Does that sound <laughs> right? <laughs> or was that Void sure. who did that? I, maybe Void did that. <laughs> Might I have, have been Void. <laughs> I have the Emo came out at 7.32. And right. Emo said that this tour with Al has been paradise for him. So it was only fitting oh. to end the tour in paradise. So very sweet um, sentiment from Emo at the beginning of the show. Hmm. And I do have in my notes, believe it or not, I actually have, like you mentioned, the emo letters are back, but they were missing in Oahu. So we can confirm that okay. uh, they, they somehow didn't make the flight over to Oahu, but they made it onto the flight to Maui. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I forgot to put it out maybe in Oahu. Maybe. In all of the, <laughs> yeah, in all of the, because uh, Kimo uh, started the show there. But in right. the in by us saying that Emo started the show here, um, it's yeah. relevant to say that there was no chemo. So I think part of us were, at least for me, I don't know if we discussed this, Dave, but I was like, well, you know, chemo started. They did say it was to give right. them more time for miles. But I was also thinking, well, why? Maybe it's going to be when they perform in Hawaii, chemo starts the show. So I was right. sort of thinking we would see chemo. Um, so I was a little surprised when emo came out like a like a normal show. Yeah, same with same with myself. I, I just I don't know. I felt the same way. I, I you know after the fact we learned why chemo came out because he was uh, trying to they're trying to get extra time for Miles' plane to land and for him to get to the venue. But yeah, I, I thought oh, chemo's known in you know Hawaii and Maui especially for his great slack Hawaiian slack key music. So why was he not out there? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the emo was again wearing that full black uh, getup, but he did have his um, signature yellow bags, and yep. <laughs> uh, he doesn't do this often. But sometimes in bigger cities, emo will do the banana joke, and I love the banana yep. joke. So I, I won't I won't go into what the banana joke is. But <laughs> if you've seen emo do the banana joke, that's the one he did. If you haven't seen him do it, hopefully you'll catch him doing it sometime in the future because it's it's wonderful. <laughs> and I, I do have that that emo did do your favorite joke uh during his set and he did my favorite joke as well i um, also wrote down that there was a baby crying during emo's set oh really <laughs> so i don't know what that was about someone must have brought wow. a baby to the show <laughs> um, are we sure it's a, sure it's a baby uh, Maybe. <laughs> Were you sad, Dave? I, I didn't. There's no, not a good reason to be sad in Hawaii. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I have the emo ended his set at 8.02. And that yep. uh, I don't have any notes for intermission. Do you have any intermission notes? I do have a few notes for intermission. Okay. Not a lot. But I do have um, that, you know, during intermission, they do play uh, music during the break. Uh, the little break there, the little intermission. Um, and one of the songs has a sort of an Al connection to it, and that was a song they played. One of them was by Portugal the Man, former guests of our podcast twice. Uh, the song "Feel It Still." Uh, it yes. was the actual, the actual Portugal the Man version, not the Weird Al remix that they were playing. But I thought that was a that was pretty cool. Uh, the nice connection there. Always um, and nice then to I hear did. Them. 
I did <laughs> I did notice um, our friend Wendy was uh, there as well in the audience, and she waved uh, to us from her seats uh, in the front. I, and I, I have a, a side story. Um, okay. R- related to Wendy, and I don't know if it was this show. <laughs> it was this show. I know where you're going with this. Uh, yes, okay. It was this okay. show. Yeah, I so, think you should tell it. Okay. So, uh, so at this show, Wendy had purchased a ticket, and then closer to the show, she noticed that an even better seat was available, a right. closer one. So she ended up buying the new ticket and then selling her old ticket, uh, which right. was further back. And then she told us, I don't know when she told us this, um, but uh, I think she messaged me or I, I don't know if she posted it in our group or I don't know where, where it came from. But uh, she let us know that a few weeks after the concert, she gets a phone call from the venue asking her about that original ticket because whoever she sold it to urinated in the seat. <laughs> And then left it. Yes. <laughs> but since her name was on the ticket purchase, the venue right. thought it was her. So she had to explain, I don't know who I sold it to, but it was not me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Some crazy reason somebody yes, urinated in the theater during the concert. And do, you, do we think that maybe it was during emo set and they just laughed so hard they couldn't contain themselves or I don't know. I don't know. I, that, that is a, a first for me that I've never heard anything like that. I haven't happen. either. Uh, yeah. So that, yeah, I, that happened. Yeah. So, wow. Okay. And more, a lot of firsts uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> Although if, if it could have been Wendy, I mean, she could have like she'd been like, "Well, I can pee in this seat, and then I can go to my right, my new seat." I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm kidding, Wendy. I'm not, uh, I'm not suggesting yeah. Wendy uh, urinated no, during Weird Al. No. But I have heard of uh, you know, uh, uh, there's this very bizarre man who works on the Howard Stern show, and he goes to concerts and drinks a lot, and so he will wear a diaper so he doesn't have to miss any wow. of the show. So. You know, person who urinated, if you're listening, if you really <laughs> don't want to miss any emo or Al or wait in line for the bathroom, just get diapers. I mean, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> it's, it's a lot It's a lot better than urinating on the seat. <laughs> and apparently you wouldn't be the only person wearing diapers at this show because there was a baby in That's the true. audience, as we previously <laughs> Maybe previously the baby bought the, the ticket and the baby <laughs> urinated on the seat. <laughs> I don't know, but that, yeah, yeah, that, I remember when, yeah, I think uh, she, she shared that story in our official Facebook group, group group.2000inch.com and maybe elsewhere, but yeah, I remember (laughs) hearing that and just being like, cause I, cause she, like she said, the venue called her and was like, Hey, was this you or or somebody you were with, you know? And she's like, no, I sold that ticket. And they're like, you're not in trouble. Don't worry. (laughs) We're just trying to figure out what heck happened. Cause somebody said the person, I remember it was, it was a, I think the story was that the person, like the person urinated and the person next to him kind of reported them to the venue or something like that. I don't know. It was crazy. I'll I'll add another side note. So I, I, okay. I've sort of, I posted on my own, my personal social media about how, you know, I get so many emails from 
other venues because I'll, I'll go to all these bizarre venues just to see Weird Al. But then I'm since I bought their ticket from them, I'm on their list. Right. So I sort of have this thing that I was just doing for myself, and then I realized that it would be kind of funny. So I started screenshotting them. But what I do is when I unsubscribe from random uh, email lists. I always click the other reason and I always write something bizarre just to give them like something funny to read. Right. If anyone, I don't even know if people actually read those things, but right. just in case I give them something funny to read. So I did post a couple of the ones I did on my personal at Ethan Allman account. And one of them was that theater in Hawaii. And I had just heard Wendy's story. So I wrote something about how, someone urinated in their seat next to me and it, it awoken something in me and I can never return now. Or so, I don't know what I wrote. Something stupid, but it's just kind of a fun hobby that I have. <laughs> and I highly recommend it because it's sometimes the funniest things are things that you never get to see the reaction to. And you just, you think about like this one person, like an intern reading these things like what? <laughs> so, um, that's All right, let's one. let's get back to the the show. We we have uh, All right. <laughs> go ahead. Well, quite a bit, to, quite a bit to, to quite a bit to cover. One more note, I will say, is that um, we're in this island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and at least at this venue, the Wi-Fi was horrible, so I was not able to do any live tweeting like I usually do mm. of the set list. I had okay. to sort of take my notes and tweet it after. So I did. I think I did eventually post the set list uh, over on my Twitter account or X account now. Uh, it would be at Elvis Arama. It would have uh, been, where I, I think, still Twitter at the time. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been Twitter at the time, but I, now it's X, I guess. I was very upset because I usually plug my ears to their whole concert, and I just I watch your Twitter feed to see. I know, what, I know. To see what I well, you had to heard. you had to wait yeah. you had to wait for the end of the concert for, yeah. for at least for me to get back to the hotel or something to <laughs> to see what happened. I know you like to sit there with your noise canceling headphones on, so and just uh, read what I listen and to. just and just and just read the <laughs> dark sunglasses so you right. can't see anything right. either. Yeah. So eight twenty. Uh, emo ended yep. at what? Uh, eight oh two. Not eighteen yep. minutes later. Uh, oh Fortuna started playing uh, mm -hmm. to to signal the beginning of the concert, and the band filed out and immediately started playing Fun Zone. Well, I have I have one note for O Fortuna, and this is the exact same note that I wrote uh, for Honolulu. Loud with one exclamation point, and loud <laughs> is in all caps. So it was again. Somebody was uh, did not have the sound at the correct level for O Fortuna because it was blaringly loud. Well, I will tell you that I also have um, a note that says Melissa came out to do something. So oh. I don't know if Melissa ran out to, to place an instrument or something. Um, <laughs> but uh, Fun Zone, uh, I did notice. Uh, I know last uh, concert I talked about how um, I noticed that after Craigslist, Miles kept his in-ear headphones and wasn't using the stage monitors. And I did uh -huh. notice that Miles came out with the in-ear headphones in. So it sounded yep. it seemed like he had officially made the switch to in-ear for the concert. Yep. And during Fun Zone, I also noticed uh, Emo was uh, watching. Oh, nice. And uh, so Al came out after Fun Zone and he said, Aloha <laughs> Maui! Yeah. And... Um, is, this, is this the point where you report on what uh, Weird Al is wearing? I wrote down that Al was wearing the Wolverine shirt. 
Ah. <laughs> okay. And that's a, that's actually a pretty good description of this shirt. Oh, uh, thank yeah. you, thank you, Dave. <laughs> I, I am the official reporter of a namer of Weird Al shirts, as you know. So I'm glad you finally are starting to appreciate. All yeah, my one hard out work. of fifty. One out of fifty shirts. I just seem to agree with. It kind of looks. Actually, there were a couple of this. Yeah. It looks like like a Wolverine from Marvel slashed into Al's shirt. That's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, it's a black shirt with uh with sort of these uh green green leaves and, yes, and white green leaves and white flowers or leaves something. or something. Uh, but yeah, they look like. Uh, yeah, that's a cool. It looks like somebody clawed, clawed them into the shirt. So, Wolverine um, shirt is a good description. And I noticed that Ruben was wearing the uh, what they call the lousy shirt, the um, the one where uh, you know it has Al's. Oh yeah, um, yeah, the Al's signature over the the chest area. Right, and then on the back, I don't have the the wording exact, but something like you know I got this lousy. I went to this concert, and all I got was this lousy. All shirt. All I got was this lousy yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool seeing Ruben, uh, hawking merch on stage. And <laughs> of course, so after saying aloha to Maui, Al and the band played a Coke Zero solo. Uh, wow. uh yeah, I'm thirsty. Uh, lame claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as long as we're, uh, we're talking about what, what the, uh, band members were wearing, um, Miles was wearing a Hawaiian shirt or Aloha shirt uh, with a, like a black shirt with sort of a black uh, red and white design on it. And uh, his hair was up, uh, unlike, you know, when he started the last concert where his hair was down and he put it up later. I believe it was up the entire concert, at least mm-hmm. in the beginning of it. And uh, Kimo was wearing a blue long sleeve button down shirt, button up shirt. And... Uh, but what was Bermuda wearing? I don't know. I, oh, he's wearing a, like a black uh, polo polo shirt. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we've reported on everyone's uh, and, apparel. Uh, and we, since we usually report on uh, on whether or not Steve was wearing sunglasses or not, I'm going to say that Miles was not wearing sunglasses or regular glasses. He was not wearing any sort of <laughs> facial, <laughs> anything on his any face. Any sort of ocular devices. Ocular were... <laughs> device, yes. Maybe maybe contact lenses. I don't know if oh, he wears true, those or not. True, well, I, well, I, I didn't. I, did, I didn't get that close to Miles to check. Hey, can you kind of open up your eyes here? I want to you see. You kind of see. <laughs> <laughs> this is very important. We have to report it on our on our fifty first episode of right. uh, of our <laughs> concert reviews. <laughs> Uh, just a, a second to just thank anyone who actually listened to 50 previous <laughs> <laughs> concert reviews and are listening to this one as their 51st. Thank you. Thank you for being there for us. Yeah, thank you. That, that, thank you. Yeah, actually, genuinely, thank you. <laughs> we have a lot of fun recording these. And uh, I have a lot of – I actually – I listen to them all. I've listened to them back and they're a lot of fun. Um, I'm glad so someone's if, listening for some reason, If for some reason you decided – for some reason, you decided to start listening at episode fifty-one centimeter. Uh, I'll suggest uh, you do go back and, and listen to some of the other ones. They are a lot of fun. They uh, so they finished Lame Claim to Fame, and Al talked about how it was the very last show of the tour, and mm-hmm. he um, very happy to play first ever 
Do you have better notes on here that you can read, Dave? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's his very last show of tour. Happy to play yep. Lend? Lerd? Well, so, so what I have is, uh, <laughs> is well, I, I guess, uh, did we mention uh, Lame Claim to Fame? I, I did, my only notes yes. to that were that uh, Ruben was rocking out with the cowbell doing okay. that song. Uh, so then, yes, Al said, "How how are you guys doing? This is the very last. This is the very last show of the tour. Happy to end it in my home of Maui. I've never played Maui before." Um, and then he went on and said how there were 162 shows um, on this on the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent advised vanity tour, or 239 shows, including the vanity tour shows that they did in 2018. Holy crap. Let's just take a second. 239. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my that's gosh. Just, that's just over two tours. I mean, when you think about it, he's been touring since the early 80s with uh, when he was out with yeah. Dr. Demento and then, you know, on his own several years and then opening for the Monkees and then back out on his own. So, yeah, he's he's done. He's had to do probably close to 2000 shows, I would think incredible um well very happy that we got to be there for the 162nd (laughs) aka the 239th show um yeah he he had uh uh everyone give a a big hand to our good friend emo phillips um Mm -hmm. talked about he did the joke about you know uh if you told me (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, what did he eat? Something about the bus joke. It's been so long, I don't remember all the jokes that we've reported <laughs> on a hundred times. Um, but then he said, some may have noticed uh, someone different here in the band. And uh, mm-hmm. he did say that, um, you know, Steve had a medical issue and he is fine. And Yep. He, he said, he said, Steve had a medical issue. He's in the hospital in Honolulu. He'll be fine. Um and then, uh, obviously, Miles was filling in for Steve, if we didn't say that. Yeah, he said this yeah, is his son, uh, Miles. Yep. Um, and, then, and then he said, I'm not sure if we're going to do a vanity tour again, so I'll be performing some of these songs, maybe for the last time. Um, oh. And so I, I thought it was both happy and sad. Or, or Yeah, that... I agree. I mean, I mean, certainly this was a, a very fun tour. Uh, you know, overall, you know, these vanity tours are, a, you know, sort of made for the Weird Al fan. You know, the the hardcore Weird Al fans. It says on the back of the T-shirt, basically, we're going to play like the deep cuts. You know, <laughs> and uh, so he goes really deep with a lot of these songs. So, yeah, if he does, if he doesn't do another vanity tour, I fully agree that a lot of these songs will be retired and probably never played again and so yeah it was a little bit a little bit sad to hear that you know, it's exciting it's exciting to be there for for something historical like that but it is sad because you know yeah. i love every single weird al song and i wish every show he would play every single weird al song and you know obviously that's just that's not uh you know a viable thing to do they, they're they're not right, able to right. play every single song they have to pick and choose and some of these are deeper cuts that you know Yep. Some of them have had, you know, over 200 chances to be performed live that they <laughs> right. wouldn't have normally had. So we have to right. be happy that they got even that. So it, it mixed yeah. mixed emotions uh, right. when thinking about something like that. But um, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's a little sad, you know, a little sad, like, you know, knowing that some of these songs we're going to hear for the last time. But you're right. It's if, if, if you know, ha- happy to be there to hear them for the last time. Happy we got to hear them throughout the entire tour and the previous Vanity Tour in 2018. So, yeah, definitely great memories of a lot of these songs. And I'm glad we got to hear what we did get to hear. And Al, of course, talked about how the 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 tour is made up of a bunch of deeply unpopular songs, just like this one. And uh, <laughs> with no harp- harpsichord solo, they went right into Melanie. Yeah, um, I was I was really happy to hear Melanie because I was hoping to hear this song, and uh, it was a, it's a really great song, and I'm glad I got to hear it very early in the set list. The I was Third song of the night, but spe- you know, specifically listening for the meow, and I not only heard it, I saw Bermuda do the the stroke where he hit his pad, and it seemed like Miles acknowledged the meow and sort of reacted to it. So, uh, <laughs> thought that was cool. Why do I have this note? I have meow, and then I have in parentheses cat cafe Maui. Oh, th- that, I know why I, I have that note. I do too. Go ahead. I know because when we were at the mall. Uh, getting our our Mr. Cow and uh, other lunch options, uh, we walked around the mall a little bit, and there was actually one of those cat cafes in the mall where you can go in and you can pay and you can sit around and hang out with cats all day. We did that previously. Where did we do that? That was like in was ten- Tennessee, in Chattanooga. Tennessee, we Chattanooga. Yeah, we did that. We did that uh, in Chattanooga, and we didn't have time to do it. I think it was also closed because it was a Sunday. Oh, okay. I think we would have was tried it? to sneak it in. I, I don't know. Maybe. 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 I, I feel like we were we were in we were sort of we went inside. Maybe we did. Of, maybe maybe they didn't have a spot. I don't remember what happened. We 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 didn't have an opportunity to have cats sit on our laps and play with cats <laughs> but that is why i wrote that down so yes it uh the meow reminded me of the cat cafe in maui that we uh went to that we didn't get to participate in but we did see it in the morning <laughs> and then uh so after melanie al says well i have i have some notes on oh, go for notes it. on uh melanie um so <laughs> this is a debate that you and i have had on the podcast and i don't know if we ever got a straight answer to it or not but um in the song uh melanie there's the uh line about the 16th story window right above you jumping out of the 16th story window right above you and i know you had thought that that meant that it was in the same building um right the, the gilmore building that that uh, the person jumped out above was living like or in the apartment above Melanie and jumped out. And I always assumed it was across the street, uh, like a building across the street, because how else would you be able to look through the window and see Melanie in the shower and all that? Right. Um, so so I assumed it was um, the person jumping across the street. And I will say, I don't know if this was intentional on Al's part, but I'm saying it is, is when he said that line, he pointed at the audience as if to say the building was across the street. Oh. Ah, so I think I was dropping a, a, a hint there to say I intended that lyric to mean the person jumped out of the building across the street. Dave, from the what's even window. more important is did he point with one finger or two fingers? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, boy. <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna assume he was polite and pointed with two fingers, but I don't know that for a fact. 
Well, I, I, I have to assume that, yes, uh, Al was, in fact, uh, secretly communicating with you, Dave, to share his personal feelings on uh, how that song goes. Uh, so after you know what you know what I think he might have been because there I know and there is a moment in the in the episode we're gonna talk about for sure uh, in the set list later that that I've got to imagine is a, is a shout out to the podcast I think we've had this conversation on the podcast before so I'm going with it that Al is is uh, saying that this was uh, the person who jumped out the 16 story window was across the street not in the same building okay all right well. <laughs> Well, we'll have to go with that assumption, Dave. Uh, so okay. I have that after Melanie, Al addressed the audience. And he said, I do live here in Maui. Where are my east yep. side homies at? <laughs> and then. And he did like this weird. He did like this weird hand signal. Like, like a rap. Like, yeah, a, like rapper. a rap thing. <laughs> and then he goes, those who know, know or something like that. Didn't he say that? Yeah, something like that. This was like like I've <laughs> never seen that before. So obviously it was a Maui thing that he did. Uh, people, I think they reacted to it. So I'm assuming, <laughs> other than than like the four of us and maybe the couple people who saw Al in the uh, in the airport and said, oh, "I'm coming to the concert tonight," uh, are all from Maui. <laughs> so they, they they understand the joke, uh, you know. Well, but yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a moment for the Maui people. He said, "Yeah, like I said, I really do live in Maui," and and then he did the little hand signal with the "Yeah, where are my East Coast people at?" or whatever. Well, um, you know, being being a local himself, Al kind of decided to pander to the locals, <laughs> and he said, "I know what Maui audiences want." A song with Vibraslap. Yeah, a song that features a Vibraslap. <laughs> so they went into Close But No Cigar. And right. there's a few things to talk about here. Um, okay. The Of course, I always try to uh, count how many Vibraslaps yep. are done in the song. And I'm curious if you also counted. I did count. Um, I don't always count, but I did figure this is the last show of the tour. I want to get the you know, official <laughs> count in. So I did count, and I counted by marking little tick marks in my yeah. uh, notebook. As did I, and I got a total of 18. I got 18 as well, All so right. at least we were, we, were, we were hearing the same thing. I think he did some extra because it was the last show. <laughs> um, there is the part in the song where it goes into clapping, and I I did catch Miles's mm. eye, and he seemed impressed with me that I clapped. <laughs> and wow. I did notice, uh, you know, the part where uh, he goes, it's all choked up like Mama Cass, and then he points. Right. Uh, I noticed that Miles, Al, and Alexis all pointed at that line. So <laughs> I, I was <laughs> in, uh, in good company. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, that's, nice. that's a... Is that a point to uh, Bermuda? I'm trying to remember. I, I, all choked up like Mama. Yeah, it's all choked up like Mama Cass, and he points to Bermuda, and then Bermuda does a little drum drum thing. Okay, flourish. Yeah. Um, close but no cigar, and he said two hundred, two thousand, twenty-one twelve. This... Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> he wrote this song in two thousand two. Is that where you're going with? Yeah, and then song? he said the next palindrome year will be. Oh, next palindrome would be twenty one twelve. Twenty one twelve. Um, at this point, I uh, my notes just say he picked up the harmonica and he went into the song Bob. 
And I think I wrote, did he say that today was a palindrome day? Did he? Because it was 323-23. It wouldn't be a palindrome. Yeah, it is. I guess it would be a palindrome. 3-26-23 was a palindrome. Oh, wow. I don't know if he said that or if I did it, but (laughs) if I wrote it, but... um, That's pretty neat. He he said, while he was talking, I did notice that Void came out and was talking to Bermuda. And um, Al said after he put all these uh, palindromes together, he realized that he had just written a Bob Dylan song. So, of course, with all of this talk meant we got Bob. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. We heard Bob on a palindrome day. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't pick that up until like right now. So maybe, maybe, maybe he didn't say it, and I did. just thought of it. I don't know. <laughs> it, I, I did put it in parentheses, so maybe that was me making note to future me. That's cool. <laughs> uh, during the song, that's pretty neat. That that might move up on my list. I'm going to make sure. Don't, we're, we will have a Dave's pick of the night at the end of this. So um, to be fair, we're giving Ethan a chance to actually hear all the songs again because it's been a while since we've been at this concert before he picks the my pick of the night. But, uh, <laughs> that's, that, that's a, that that is a strong contender because I've got to say uh, that having hearing Bob on 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 three twenty six twenty three that's yeah. pretty cool. Three, two, six, two, three. All right. All right. So I did see a void come out and adjust something for Bermuda again. And um, uh, he, Al started talking about how he got to know the band and uh, as you'd expect for Bermuda and and Ruben. And and he said he knew uh, Miles since he was a baby. So he's known his entire life. And he again Mm -hmm. mentioned that he is one of the kids, uh, in Amish paradise, looking at the porno mag where they show uh, ankles. And then um, Al talked about how he met Chemo and he said it was a 1982 carnival cruise to Acapulco. And yep. it was uh, certainly a low point in his life. And uh, in the lounge, he saw a wonderful uh, guitarist and immediately signed him to a 45 year exclusive contract. Um, Exclusive contract working and it's working out okay. So, uh, of course, uh, with with an intro like that, we must be hearing uh, "Dare to Be Stupid," and yeah, the, um, "Dare to Be Stupid" the lounge version, or as I would have tweeted had I had Wi-Fi, the Acapulco <laughs> Carnival Cruise version. And I did make a note that this would definitely be the last time. Or very likely, definitely the last time we would ever hear the lounge version of Dare to be Stupid because... Ah, you think so? Even between Vanity Tours, uh, Dare to be Stupid in a unique style was retired between them. So even if he did do another Vanity Tour, I think we could assume that Al might do a different version of Dare to be Stupid. So... Um, interesting, interesting. Yeah, because the last the 2018 tour, it was what is... Uh, Officially, I think it's called uh, <laughs> Dare to be Stupid Unplugged in, what was it, 12-point font or something like that? Yeah, it was like point font. Good, good Dog Bad or something. <laughs> good Dog Bad font. <laughs> uh, affectionately known as the Grateful Dead version right, right. of uh, Dare to be Stupid. And yeah, and this one is affectionately known as the Lounge version or you know whatever the crazy uh, <laughs> Jim Kimo West, Steve J. <laughs> 
origin story version. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that's interesting. I wonder if uh, if uh, if he does do Dare to Be Stupid again, if he would go back to the album version, or if he would come up with yet another version of Dare to Be Stupid. I it would be I would love no matter what he does, I, I would be thrilled. I love Dare to Be Stupid, no matter how uh, he and the band play it. It's always a, a great song. And Dave, this was a very special dare to be stupid for me because, mm-hmm. well, you know how, you know, he always says, can I have a volunteer? And, and quite right. often I'll, I'll raise an appendage of some sort and I'll usually right. report on which one I raised. Well, I will yep. say I did raise my left hand and mm-hmm. Dave, for the very first time I got picked. Miles, wow. Miles picked me. <laughs> I raised my hand and Miles pointed at me and picked me. So I finally... That's awesome. I'm a volunteer. I don't know what I'm doing, but I was picked. <laughs> wow. So after after 162 <laughs> shows, which you know, he didn't play Dare to be Stupid at each and every right. one of them, but still, or 239 shows, which I assume you, you raise your hand every time in 2018 as well. <laughs> Probably even on earlier tours where he was doing the album version. Right. So at over over two hundred thirty nine times. I've never I've never picked. seen anyone get picked by someone in the band. I mean, it would have been, I guess, a little bit stronger if it was Al who picked me, but it was Miles and he he is he was a member of the band he's at that in, point. He's he's in the band, yeah. That's, so you know, acting Well that's interesting. Acting, yeah. you know, under under the, the guidance of Al uh, Miles <laughs> chose me, so I'm officially a volunteer. I'm adding it to my resume. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Let, let, let me know when what you need to volunteer for, because maybe uh, next next time he does Dare to Be Stupid, whatever version it is on whatever tour it is, I might I might start volunteering if it's something good. Yeah, well, maybe if it is something bad, maybe I'll stop volunteering. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'll, I don't want to volunteer until I know what it is. So you have to keep me up to date on that one. Well, I assume we're making a, a mountain out of a molehill, but. Um... Uh, well, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> I will say that that I in in my notes I do have that you did li- raise your left hand. I didn't didn't see Miles select you, but uh, I'll, I'll trust you on that one. <laughs> but also, Jackie raised her right hand, so Miles had a choice, uh, and he chose you out of between you and Jackie, hey. and maybe some other people. Uh, unless he also maybe he was pointing at Jackie, and I just misinterpreted his point. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll have, to, we'll have to go ask Jackie if she ever got the memo as as to what she needs to do in order to build a mountain out of a molehill. Oh, maybe that's why she has been out of town the last eight months. <laughs> in, always coming, ho- coming to, home. F- yeah. Covered always in dirt. Home, like, so covered in dirt and mud. Yeah, okay. Starting to make sense now. Um, Starting to make sense. So after possibly the last performance of that version of, of Dare to be Stupid, we got lots of build up into a drum solo. <laughs> Drum solo. And I got uh, one, I wrote in one hit. (laughs) (laughs) And then I wrote no response. So I don't think Al responded. I think they just went right into the next song. Okay. (laughs) Which was Doggy doggy Dog. Yeah, Doggy Dog. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know what my notes are for this one. I didn't write anything down Um, for Doggy Dog. I just enjoyed it. Oh, okay. I've got a couple notes for it. Um, the part where he does 
the uh, I, 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 I with the throat thing, you know, yeah. he grabs his throat yeah. and does that. <laughs> the, the audience, I just, I wrote that the audience was laughing like crazy during that part. <laughs> they really, really enjoy it. Maui enjoys that, uh, that throat, that turkey throat thing that he does. Uh, and, um, and maybe, and have, maybe he was enunciating that because he was saying that I made a big mistake by volunteering. <laughs> maybe maybe um and then i do have that this song had subdued bouncing lights those bouncing lights that sort of go on during the song um but the white lights bouncing back and forth it was sort of subdued it wasn't full full force as bright as they've been in the past right and i i think we, we discussed this was because they weren't able to travel with their normal set of lights to hawaii so they we're stuck with what the venue had to offer them. <laughs> uh, All right. So then, um, then Al started talking about how he was uh, on TV. What was it called? I, I haven't written down Fave Oldriz. Does that. <laughs> Fave Oldriz, 1985, 1986, <laughs> Dick Clark, Summer Rock and Roll Beach Blanket. Yeah, so Dick Clark, Summer Rock and Roll, Beach Blanket, Bingo. And, and then, then Bermuda uh, said... Bermuda corrected him, yep. It was the Dick Clark's low-budget luau or something. Right. <laughs> Dick Clark's low-budget luau, uh, which pr- appropriate for uh, Hawaii. And um, he was telling about how he was contacted by the network and that there was a part of the song that was too vulgar for primetime TV. <laughs> And I wrote down that while Al is telling this whole story, Miles was just losing it. He was just laughing so hard. So he may not have heard this story or been on stage for this story. Right. Um, And so after he told the story, he said, if you don't mind uh, tonight, I'm going to play the filthy uncensored version (laughs) of one more minute. Well, one more minute, yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> of course, you know, they got the great reaction when he does uh, overemphasize the word tongue. Yeah, he breaks um, character in the song. Goes, tongue. <laughs> right. And, and that always gets a credible laugh. Uh, you know, so he has different, different introductions to this song, uh, One More Minute. And uh, it seems to be the one with where he talks about you know Dick Clark and the, the censoring of the word tongue that seems to get the best reaction out of uh, the audience when he does that. It, it's, it's always good. my favorite uh, when he does yeah. that. I love – obviously, I love hearing the different thing that he and Bermuda call it and – Right. I love when the audience just freaks out when he says tongue. <laughs> it's tongue. just so, so good. It's so fun. Um, yeah. so, so my notes have that this is a, this was a great performance and a great live performance of this song. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> my next, my next note is immediately after the song. So if you've got more on the song, I'll, uh, I'll nope, let go you go. All right. So my next notes are that immediately after one more minute, the people sitting next to Alexis got up and left. <laughs> they were offended <laughs> by the filthy uncensored version. That's not what they signed up he for. War- he, he warned them that he was going to play the filthy uncensored version. They had the option to plug their ears and they didn't choose to do that. And they heard the nasty word tongue. So uh, it's, it's on them. I'm sorry. It's on them. Well, they, they realized their mistake and, and they decided to leave. Or, or maybe they thought that they were selected as the volunteers and they just oh, decided to skip out be. on it. Um, so Al talked about how 
uh, you know, he does a lot of interviews and, and people ask him if all of his songs are, are, are mm-hmm. humorous with, or uh, funny, ironic. And he said that his next song is certainly an exception to that rule. It's a sweet little song about the joys of childhood and in early adolescence. Yes. And good old days. Um, and then I think Alexis and I were really getting into good old days and we were doing a little bit of choreography, like, uh, miming, pulling the, uh, the wings off of flies and oh. <laughs> stuff. So I think we, we were doing a little dance party for uh, good old days. <laughs> <laughs> There was a sweet moment uh, before the very last time that Al says good old days. Uh, and then at that point, Al and Miles, they looked at each other and they smiled to, to each other. I thought it was a very sweet little moment. That's so sweet. And, one, and I'm wondering, uh, he didn't specifically say this or not, but I'm wondering if something like good old days, if that is like the last time we'll ever get to hear that song. Could be. Yeah. One of, it's one of those deeper cuts. Yeah. That probably probably would, would not make it in in uh, another set list unless he was doing a sort of a vanity type of tour. Yeah, and right after right as Alex Alexis and I write this great choreography for it, Al decides to retire the song potentially. <laughs> <laughs> he, he could have been offended by the uh by the choreography. That's true. <laughs> uh, so we're doing all we're doing on the next tour is Good old days, over and over again. Oh my gosh, I can't watch Alexis and Ethan do that one more time. That's it. This song's. Oh, we don't know if he's retiring this song or not. We'll find speculation. out. Speculation. So why don't you why don't you keep that why don't you keep uh keep that choreography uh, fresh just in, just case, in case he brings it back. Well, we've been rehearsing it still over okay, Zoom. Good, good. Uh, we we then got a, a treat. We've never gotten one of these before, Dave. In the history of Weird Al concerts, <laughs> we got a. Drum solo reprise. <laughs> yep, he picked up his accordion and he said, "You know where uh, my notes are on great." He says, "You know we're out. You know one of the reasons." And he points to Bermuda and says, "Drum solo reprise." So he was trying to catch Bermuda off guard on this one. And it's clear that that uh, Bermuda's prepared for that because yes, uh, he did play the drum solo reprise. Was this anything special about this one? Was I, it, I counted uh, four drum hits. Oh wow. <laughs> So, Four times longer than the previous true. drums. Yeah, four hundred percent. Wow! Um, wow! And then I, I have that they went into when I was your age, and I yep. wrote "sick chemo solo!" Exclamation point, and then I underlined it. So, wow! Chemo did a really awesome guitar solo uh, for when I was your age, which I was very excited about. Hence the exclamation nice. point and underline. Now, now, this was another sweet moment I, I thought um, was interesting is that Miles up on stage was mouthing along to all of Al's line, lines uh, oh, during cool. when I was your age. And not, not like into the microphone so you could hear him, but he was like silently mouthing um, all of himself. the lyrics. Just enjoying himself. So this is, might, be, what, might be a Miles J favorite. I don't know. Um, but he certainly was enjoying was, was himself. Was this the Miles J pick of the night? Do we have a song for that? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. We might need one. Um, we might need one. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I thought I thought that was pretty pretty sweet because you know Miles. You think about it. He grew up with like, like us, you know, with Weird Al songs, but him even more so because his father was in the band, um, is in the band. Uh, so 
he's probably been exposed to to these songs over and over again. So it is kind of cool that, you know, he is a fan as well. And he's singing oh, yeah. along, you know, to one of these more, more obscure songs. I know he had to learn it for the tour just in case he had to fill in. But, you know, still, right. I think that's pretty cool. Well, after this All right. this song, we got into which what was, I believe, your pick of the night for the previous concert. Right. Which was Nature Trail to Hell with the Funeral for a Friend intro. Right. Um, I was, I have two notes for this one. Um, one of them is that there was no smoke. So uh, there's no smoke for this song. This off, song often starts off with smoke or fog. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any smoke at all during the entire concert. So maybe they weren't allowed to use it or they ran out of fog juice. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> didn't want to reorder it just for one last show. Uh, but, uh, and then my other, my other note just says mesmerized. So I must've really enjoyed it a lot. Now I, I have a, a note here, a couple notes. Maybe you can help me understand. The first one was, um, I believe I noticed that Al's accordion was missing one of the white buttons. Um, so oh. I, I wrote that down. So I don't know if maybe that, um, it got damaged in transit or something I hadn't noticed the previous night. Um, but then I also noticed that uh, for the first part where Al does the ratchet before the scream, that he wasn't holding the ratchet. So he missed that first uh, ratchet. And uh, it says, I wrote, had vibraslap. So I don't know if he picked up the vibraslap by accident. And that's why he missed the first huh. ratchet, and he had to then quickly switch oh, it over maybe, maybe. to yeah. the ratchet. And I do have it written down as pre-recorded screams, not Bermuda screaming. Ah, good, good, good. Need to rest Bermuda's voice since it's the last show. Of the right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking at a, a picture I have of uh, Al's accordion, and I, I think I see what you're talking about. Uh, there are there are a series of black buttons uh, that are sort of in a V shape that are always there, but then there's this sort of this lone button, a couple buttons ahead of the V that uh, is black, and I can't tell if it's missing or if it's black or if it's supposed to be black. I don't know, um, but yeah, interesting. I certainly I had the impression. That. I don't have a good picture showing it, but I certainly had the impression that it looked like there was one perhaps missing. Um, and I trust uh, March Ethan <laughs> in his assess- <laughs> and his assessment. <laughs> well, if you, if you want to go to our secret uh, document, you can take a look at the picture I'm talking about. Um, oh wait, I I'm looking at a picture on my phone and it looks like it's missing to me. Yeah, it's hard to tell, but it's certainly an odd spot for just a to- total random black button. So I can't. Uh, yeah, I have a very similar photo on my phone, and that is the one that I'm thinking of. Yeah, interesting. I never noticed that. I'll have to. Well, next time Al performs, whenever that is, I might have to pay attention to the accordion. Yeah, he's got it fixed by then. Interesting. Or look back at some old pictures. If anyone, good observation. Wow. If anyone listening hears this and we haven't posted that picture. Uh, we'll we'll throw it up on um, Patreon. Just remind us, and we'll we'll put that picture up yeah. for you. You can see what we're talking Please about. Please remind us. <laughs> um, yeah, because Frank doesn't really edit these and go back and and listen. He just sort of craps them out, and when we hand him the recording, so uh, <laughs> remind us. We'll we'll show you what we're talking about. Um, well, so Al then said it's almost the end of March. So of course, it is time for um, some Christmas music. <laughs> and yep. I have that Bermuda started his little jingle rhythm a little bit early 
and mm-hmm. we got into one of two one of two options for a Christmas song when it comes to <laughs> Al. Or I guess yeah. there's a couple options since there are alternate versions. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> the the you know of course the uh, atomic uh, double atomic bomb version <laughs> and oh, uh, yes, extra gory all sorts of different ones. But uh, yes, it was the night Santa went crazy. Mm, yep, the night Santa went crazy. The one yeah, sort of gory version. Yeah, the one yeah. that you call the sort of gory version because it has a, a mix of the two. Uh, a mix of the, of the album version and the extra gory version. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's all I got on that one. Um, no notes on that. Um, you know, you... you... You sometimes write this down, and I oh, you I have it in my notes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I cannot believe that you're gonna you're, you're actually reporting. I know. Okay, go for it. Well, it's something that it. I have said we do not report on, and you know, for those of you, I know we have a few dozen people who keep spreadsheets about what we say. <laughs> oh um, yes. And I I my request is that we do not report on this. This is not something <laughs> that I wrote down, but I knew you were just gonna try and enjoy this last concert so i was trying to do my dave due diligence and i did write down that al <laughs> tossed his cup after he finished it uh at the end of the song yeah i have that he he hit the cup behind him like he threw it up there and hit it hit it so landed behind him i can't believe you to thank you for reporting you're on welcome that. Oh, you're that's very welcome. sweet of you um so then al talked about uh how he wrote a song for rage against the machine yeah and um they didn't um they didn't he wrote he wrote for them and they didn't like it so it was a huge waste of time (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) so for this one i have that there was a a sort of a false start like they played one note and then they kind of didn't didn't get it right, I guess, and they started all over again for this next song. For for the the Alsuya, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't have that written down, but uh, spoiler alert: the next song was Alsuya. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took some very important notes. I, I wrote down that um, okay. Miles uh, took his hair down for this song. I know you previously oh. said his hair was up, so he took his hair down for this song. Very nice. And I do have okay. that all four of us booed. For the hor- <laughs> yes. horrifically oh. offensive line, I, I can't believe he would say something like that to the nice people of Maui. Just think how offended the people who left after he said tongue would have been if they heard this line. <laughs> I know, I know <laughs> about New Jersey. There's, there's, pro- sucking. There's, there's probably a bunch of New Jersey transplants in uh, Hawaii, uh, so <laughs> I, I, I gotta imagine. But yeah, yeah, that, that was we all booed. Um, for that one <laughs> well after i'll see you um uh miles got up and left and al said miles has to go it's almost time because he's bidding on a jim neighbors funko pop that's very rare <laughs> <laughs> now i i want to see i want to have frank see if there is a jim neighbors funko pop <laughs> oh okay <laughs> let's uh let's check the old internet uh, there is no, there is a, uh, I'm guessing there isn't Jim from the office and there's a Mr. Rogers neighborhood, but not a oh. Jim neighbors, unfortunately. Well, you know how some people do like those mashups between where they take, take the head off of one and put it on, on another. Maybe somebody can take the head off of the Jim neighbors one and put it on Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I would and sell, love it. And se- and sell, sell it to, it to Miles. To Miles. <laughs> That's what he was bidding on. <laughs> 
Ah, okay. Well, answers answers that question. Yeah. Um, well, so so then. Um, oh, so, yeah. So I, I guess uh, my, my notes on that were that Al looked at his cell phone and then he mouthed something to Miles as if to say, "Hey, get off of stage because you got to go bid on this thing." Right. So it was, yeah. I have that uh, after Miles left, Al said that um, Chemo is a slack key playing god, and. <laughs> uh, so he thought that um, he thought that he yeah he asked him if he wanted to play he asked him if he wanted to play some slacky music right and Kimo said uh, I don't feel like it <laughs> <laughs> um, so he said and then he said I'll meet you I'll meet you halfway <laughs> how about we do a slack key power key power ballad yes. And then I have start, and then Al Al said, "It says Al wrong, Tunny wrong tuning, oh. wrong tuning." Uh, yeah. Oh, Al. So Al had the accordion in the wrong. Yeah, tuning. Al had the accordion in the wrong uh, tuning. He must have still had it left over from uh, from previous song or something. He hadn't read it right, but yeah, they had to basically uh, start it over again, and. Uh, Song is you don't love me anymore, and of course, uh, not just Miles is off stage for this, but Bermuda is off stage as well. <laughs> During um, you don't love me anymore, uh, the part where sometimes Al would have a guitar in his hand yeah. and and go to play right. it, I have that um, Al picked up the vibra slap and he got ready to yeah. hit it, but he shook his head and put it down. Um, I also have that during you don't love me anymore, I got yelled at by an usher for taking what? photos. Uh, but in fact, <laughs> they came over to yell at me and then realized it wasn't a phone that I just had a notepad in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so I got in trouble for taking notes, mental photos. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. But I wrote, That's... Usher almost yelled at me for photos, but it was just my notepad. So, um, very vigilant in uh, in Maui. Uh, they don't want anyone taking notes. What happens in Maui stays in Maui. Um, that, that's that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I do have that a few times Al picked up and put down the fiber slap. But then at the end of the song, mm. the very end, Al decided to, to hit the vibra slap and he hit it 13 times. <laughs> Woo! Oh my gosh! <laughs> That, wow! Yeah, so that's almost that's almost as many times as he hits it during close. Production. I know, I know, it was crazy. <laughs> so that means uh, eighteen plus thirteen. That would be what uh, thirty-two <laughs> or thirty-one vibra slaps 31, this concert. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. So far, right? Who knows? Who knows what we're gonna get? So, so a couple notes I had that there was a lot of echoing going on in this song. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah, the, the 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 light. You're the light of my life. The my life was echoed over and over again. Uh, where he says you laughed, um, that was echoed over and over again. And then um, I just have the word fine. Fine was echoed over and over again as well. Yeah, they definitely were playing with the the echo reverb kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so then Al uh, asked if there were any Doors fans, and he he uh, said he's going to play a, a song he first heard. On cassette, it's a fourth generation live recording from Pandora's box on the Sunset Trip, Sunset Strip in 1967, 
And then some, yep. some guy in the front row clapped when Al said that. <laughs> <laughs> some guy that was not me. <laughs> wow. So, so the, this this person actually came just to hear the Doors cover song. Yeah. <laughs> the obscure Doors cover he song. He was very excited, wow. I guess. Um, <laughs> in the song, Al talks about a 65 Chevy Malibu. And I believe that the rental car was a Chevy Malibu, was it not? Oh, maybe, maybe. I wrote that down. I wrote rental car. So I think um, it must have been a Chevy Malibu. Um, wow. And of course, possibly the coffee shop. Did you get the coffee shop in your notes? Uh, Wailuki Coff- Coffee Company on some street. Melking? Melkin Street or something? Um, mm. And then, you know, usually I leave Craigslist up to you. Dave, but I knew you, you had told me at the beginning of the concert that you're, you're not going to take great notes because you just want to enjoy. Uh, I took some notes, but yeah, yeah. if you want, if you want, if you want to take this, I mean, you, you already blew me away by taking, uh, <laughs> by, by, by reporting on that Al threw his cup behind him. So I'm, uh, well, so, so, on, so, on so the... I, I'm, I'm already, already, uh. <laughs> I'm already like in debt to you. So if you want to okay. take this one. Okay. So I have, uh, just, I asked Frank to ask, uh, where Wailuki coffee company was and, uh, it's on 26 North market street. Huh? Not, doesn't so, look like what I wrote. <laughs> no. Um, maybe there's, maybe there's a second one, a second one. Well, so, so Al, uh, during the phone call with his mother, he said that he wanted to eat banana pudding out of your skull and wrap you in the <laughs> Shroud of Turin. <laughs> he wants to uh, the, he wants the snakes to rise up and suck the flesh from your bones. Um, <laughs> while the big Texas radio plays Baby Shark. <laughs> <Doot to do. laughs> um, he was riding through the desert in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> and the old American <laughs> Indian was juggling... Baby armadillos. Crazy. And he said, what are you trying to prove there, chief? I'm not impressed. Whatever. Mecha lecha hiney ho, Kimo Sabi. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, uh, the freedom in the air, you can taste it. Yeah. And it tastes like corn nuts. Corn nuts. <laughs> ah. Possibly a reference. Possibly to... a shout out. Possibly a reference. Was that one, one episode <laughs> back in California, one of those shows we were, uh, Ethan was eating corn nuts on, on the air. So there's, so <laughs> if, if any reason for you to go back, people who have not, for if this, like, if this is the first concert review you're listening to and you haven't gone back and listened to all of them, you need to at least go back so you can hear Ethan chewing the uh, corn nuts on the Hawaii. Were uh, you, California weren't you like episodes. pretty mad or annoyed at me that I was eating corn nuts or something? <laughs> I, I feel like we got in a fight that night. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? <laughs> I wasn't pleased. I was D- not, Dave was and I not... get along very well, but there are some oh, times yeah. that we, we, we argue. And I think that's one of the, the rare times in <laughs> podcast. If you want to hear Dave and I at each other's throats as I'm munching on corn nuts. <laughs> 
keep in mind that we usually record these after we've been up with no sleep at like three o'clock in the morning. So I'm a, I must have, yeah, uh, must have been one of those days. But yeah, one no, of those, uh, one of those days. In, one I, of those I days. Will, I'll also quantify that in in uh, coming up in five years of us doing the podcast, we very rarely <laughs> get in no, any kind of we... heated arguments or anything. But, uh, <laughs> So th- that that was a special one, whatever one that was. Ethan likes to push my buttons once in a while, and just see how far he can take it. And I think he was just in one of those moods. <laughs> Two in the morning in California. <laughs> Two in the morning at a, at a Motel Six oh, in uh, the crap, like one of the crappier hotels we ever stayed in. <laughs> Not as bad as the what was the one at the beginning? Oh of the gosh! Oh. Yeah, that we're gonna have worst. to go through. Uh, oh gosh, the the one in up in uh, Massachusetts. Yeah, or, it was. We stayed there the night that we or met Rhode Marie Island. Or I don't remember, remember yeah. the name of it though. That was oh, horrible. Gosh, the Shangri La. Shangri La. It was not Shangri La. It was definitely the Shangri La. We're gonna have to go through, and uh, we keep saying we're gonna do this, and we probably will. Just do like a a recap of of all of our stops on the tour, or, or some sort of uh, <laughs> of sum up the tour thing. We'll have to go through and sort of say like the highlights, like the best places we stayed in, the worst places, and Shangri La <laughs> will be on that list. Yeah, we just... on one of those lists. <laughs> we don't know which one. We don't want to spoil it for you. Um, so <laughs> back to Craigslist. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yes. I don't know what this says. Well, so he did. He did say uh, he admitted to being the one who put the empty carton of milk back in the refrigerator. And then I said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, all right." Licked lips. <laughs> so I don't know if Al licked his lips or someone must have licked their lips. That's my guess. <laughs> And then he called her young, young miss or young missy. Um, mm. I, I don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? It was long ago. Uh, so this is one of the better renditions of the, uh, of the uh, Craigslist of the call to the mother. Of course. For sure. Yeah. I remember, I remember dying laughing. I was, when was, yeah. Was going when he called the guy, guy Kimosabi, I lost it. <laughs> I mean, I was already <laughs> laughing, but that was just like my, my brain exploded for that. That was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, do you have anything else for Craigslist? I do not. That that was a good. That was very good. That was, that was very very good notes you took see, on that. See one. what happens when I, I put my mind to something, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, see how see how we get along so well when you don't push my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were missing a button, like Al's accordion. <laughs> how can I push it? Um, so after Craigslist, both Ruben and Miles. Uh, left the stage, and then I have a note that says the sound was messed up. You know, oh. on the right of the house, it was all messed up. Uh, but then it got fixed before we got into the next song, which was CNR. Yeah, um, I don't have anything about the sound. I have a little bit about the notes that happened before CNR. Oh, uh, the few years ago, uh, his friends came over to the house and they were discussing. This is like the the usual introduction he does. It's some of the most influential influential person in the world or whatever and uh his friends were saying gandhi and aristotle and martin luther king and madam curry but they're all you know idiots because it's of course um cnr charles nelson riley and i do have Uh, that al said gene rayburn giddy up 
during yep. the... Yep, got that as well. <laughs> during that. And I have to imagine, have to imagine, though I didn't write this in my notes, that uh, you uh, mimed along to uh, make sweet love to a manatee. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did, too. <laughs> I was too busy doing that before I, uh, instead of writing, I guess. <laughs> um. So, well, he said, well, Miles, Miles came back on stage and said, well, Miles is back. Um, and then uh, he did talk about how he released a movie last year. Yep, a 100% true biopic. And he, he <laughs> does have mixed feelings about it because he feels it's a bit redundant because, of course, he has the song we all know and love, Albuquerque. Albuquerque. I, I have this note. I don't know what I'm referencing, but I wrote, we are the only people singing along. <laughs> wow um that's that's surprising um now this is this is i have a I, before we get to uh, the the thing that i've been excited to talk about in this podcast for quite a while i'll let you if you yeah. have anything else yeah i mean i the only the only thing i have uh is that when he said you know at the corner of the basement uh corner of the basement you know that line uh at the beginning of the song I just wrote that. That sounded weird. Like he said it in a weird way, um, and uh, of course he does uh, at one point apologize for saying uh, hermaphrodite, um, and clears up that. So he did do that that little bit as well. And now we're up to the point where we both want to talk about. So I will go through and I will tell you because I what I do is I write down every single donut he says. So he said glazed donut, jelly donut, Bavarian cream-filled donut, cinnamon roll, apple fritter, old-fashioned, maple bar, French crawler, blueberry, strawberry, raspberry, boysenberry, blackberry, cranberry, huckleberry, elderberry, mulberry, gooseberry, lindenberry, loganberry, gochiberry, marionberry, then frankenberry, which I believe was the David Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al mm-hmm. podcasting su- suggestion, a dingleberry, yeah. a hollyberry, a chuckberry, and then finally bear claws. And the exciting thing is, what did we say every single time he played Albuquerque for the entire tour, Dave? Yeah, so anyone who goes back and listens to all of our episodes or has listened to any episode where we talk about the song Albuquerque, we always have a Dave and Ethan's 2000s Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast suggestion of... Why does he stop at 25 or 26 donuts? Why doesn't he just do a full 27 donuts? And for people who are counting along to what Ethan was saying, you may have noticed that there were exactly 27 donuts. And I think at that point we were both counting along and you were writing them down. We stopped. We looked at each other. Yeah. And we said, did he just do 27? <laughs> yeah, I think I literally turned around and we made eye contact at that point <laughs> during the show. We were so excited. Like, we've been begging Al for this for so long. And he finally did it. And, you know, a, a sane person might say it was a coincidence. But I think, Dave, <laughs> you and I agree. I, this was certainly uh, done just for us. Right, because one of the things we kept saying is because in the beginning it wasn't like in the beginning it was like maybe twenty four donuts or twenty five donuts, and he kept like adding a donut every once in a while, so the numbers kept for the most part going up, and we kept saying, "Oh, he's he's aiming for those. He's going to do twenty seven at the last show of the tour," and it turned out that he did, and we we full, fully believe that that is because of our our constant needling and suggestions that he do that was the reason why he ended up doing 27 donuts. 
it was incredible. I'm I'm so excited. It was to great. Get that. I was excited. And I'm thrilled. Yeah. So so cool. So uh, Al, we know others thank may you. not <laughs> recognize it was just for us, but we know and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, from all of us here at Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al podcast, big thank you to you, Weird Al, yes. for putting 27 donuts <laughs> into your own song <laughs> in the last show of the tour. In the last show tour. Now, there is one thing that I was that we we have we, we usually report on. Well, not every episode, but. Um, Besides, uh, whenever he does the Albuquerque, we um, make a suggestion that not just he sh- not just should he do twenty seven donuts, but he should also throw in a reference to a red rumped agouti. Uh, yes, and and I'm really excited to say that. Unfortunately, he didn't. Uh, no. He didn't make any red rumped agouti <laughs> references throughout the entire show. Red rumped agouti berry donut uh, was not <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nothing. No. It was not. Well, our suggestion is usually for the uh, constipated wiener dog. He replaced that with red rumped agouti. So maybe he's holding yeah. off. Maybe maybe he's holding off for a really special show for that. Right. I don't know. I don't know how you get more special than the last <laughs> show of, of uh, the unfortunate return of the ridiculously self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour, show number one hundred sixty-two, or show number two hundred thirty-nine of your entire vanity tour sets. Well, we'll have to see. Maybe he was waiting for your two hundred twenty-seventh show, and he saw well, that it possible. was your two hundred twenty-six, and he's like, "Ah, I'll, I'll wait." Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you know that, that, that that's uh that's interesting. I didn't plan it that way, but I'm like sort of like wish I had gone back and maybe gone to one more show just so I ended the tour on 227 instead of 226. I know there were some shows that I had scheduled to go to that I had to to drop out at the last minute, so I probably would have been over. You would have 227 yeah. had I gone to every show I bought tickets to, but uh, yeah, it was sort of like uh, I'm ending at 226. Uh. <laughs> well, so, it's just gonna make so, the next tour all that more special for the first show. Well, yeah, I, I sort of hope that there is a next tour. I do too, so I can get I the 227 because I, you know, it, that would really be like a a sad moment. You have a I had to end my, heck of a way to end things. <laughs> Well, it's like we joked about. So didn't somebody say? Uh, somebody said, "Oh, you guys are gonna are gonna end after two hundred inch episodes," and we're like, "Nope, we're gonna end it after one hundred ninety nine inch episodes." <laughs> sort of like the right. same joke. <laughs> well, we like to report on the pet names uh, that that uh, <clears throat> Al says, and so we got a yep. tried and true sweetie pumpkin, and then we got butter biscuit. And yep. uh, a, a personal favorite, sugar pickle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know what this is. So, so uh, Kimo did do a guitar solo. He did call out the yeah. guitar solo for Kimo. And then I have, what's he complaining about? He's got a cool noise. What does that mean? <laughs> Was there a weird noise? Got a cool, got a cool nick. Got a cool nickname. Yeah, maybe. but I wrote. Uh... What's he complaining about? Cool noise. So maybe there was a. Oh, maybe there was maybe. like a musical flourish when when he did that part. Um, That's possible. Uh, yeah, so the part where he uh, he intentionally forgets the lyrics so he can start the song over again. Um, he he did that that little bit as well. He started the song over again and he leaned in and he said, leaned in as he said, just like this. Um, and then uh, as he was playing. Continuing along, he says, "Ah, dreams do come true." I just remember the end of this song. I, and, I wrote uh, down that I I got the impression that people in the audience 
really in t- thought that he did lose his place. <laughs> I did too. And people I did were too. people uh, were sort of trying to help him, um, like uh, jugular, jugular. Like three or five times, I heard people yell that out because like, they were trying to remind him the last thing he talked about. <laughs> yeah, it's just 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 to show how nice the people in Hawaii are that they're 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 trying to help uh, out Weird Al, uh, not realizing that it was an intentionally <laughs> intentionally uh, was. <laughs> Just playing a joke on them, but yeah, that's a uh, yeah. I, I got the same impression that that maybe uh, because he doesn't play in Hawaii very often, people might not might not know that that's uh, something that he's been doing for many years uh, in Albuquerque. Right, they may not know that joke <laughs> that we have yeah. we have come to know and love, but uh, certainly the first time you see it, you may get that impression. So it was, it's always fun to to see an audience not know that joke. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, and then I have my, my last note oh. on Albuquerque. <laughs> hey, I have one more uh, before we, um, we, we started talking about when, when Al said, I just remembered the ending. I saw Jim like wipe his brow like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> my note is that, um, again, this might be a shout out to the podcast. I don't know. But uh, he said, Pitiful, meaningless existence. And he sort of emphasized the word existence as if uh, – I know sometimes you say uh, you say that you report on whether or not he says uh, pitiful, meaningless existence or not. And so I thought maybe he was intentionally uh, mm. emphasizing the word existence for To uh, make us. sure that we would write it down and report that he did it correctly. Yes. <laughs> um, so they went into the, the onstage encore portion. And Kimo was looking for his pick in his guitar. I saw uh, um, Ruben uh, threw his towel. Bermuda was wiping down the the glass around his his drum, and I saw Miles uh, mess around with the cowbell. <laughs> and of course, I I don't think we really report on Al. Al Al seemed to do the same thing every time. Uh, getting yeah. getting a drink of water and and wiping his armpits and you know the whole thing with Melissa. Right. Um, right. It, yeah. Um, I have that. The oh, you done with the yes. uh, going over the okay. So I have that the crowd was chanting one more song, uh, which doesn't often happen. Um, you know, they they often stand and clap for an encore, but they were chanting one more song, so they really really wanted an encore. And I have and then, Al saying it was the very last show of a very long tour, and so he yeah. wanted to thank a few people. Um, right. He gave a shout out to Melissa, uh, uh, Hawkeye, uh, Marnie the Merch Goddess, Kamal, Void, um, a guy on sound. I think his name is John. I tried to write all these down, but I I, I think I did miss a couple. Um, uh-huh. And then I think it was Peaches' birthday. So I think he wished yeah, him a he said, happy he birthday. Said, yeah, he said uh, today is Peaches' birthday and he wished him a happy birthday. And then he said, um, he, I think he said he dedicated the next song to Peaches for his birthday. Yeah, and I think, you know, sort true? of making us think that he was going to play Peaches by the Presidents of the United States of America. <laughs> uh, but it turns out he played You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman, which is the only <laughs> other song I would associate with Peaches. <laughs> yes, I, 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 th- I thought, yeah, I, I thought that was, was pretty funny uh, that he would dedicate You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman to Peaches for his birthday. Um but yeah, so Aretha Franklin, of course, incredible. Great way to end the tour, by the way. Incredible. Uh, with that song. Yeah. 
I mean, I, there may be another song after this, but I mean, a great way, great way to end the, the cover song portion of yeah. the tour. Um, Al said he's getting a little sad. It's the last show. It's the last song. Uh, he said mahalo mm-hmm. to Miles for filling in for his dad. He mm-hmm. mahalo to Emo, the band and the crew. Mahalo to all of you. And he said, come to the next tour in 2035. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we're getting a new tour. Woo-hoo, you heard it here first. <laughs> confirmed, confirmed. We're, there will be another, another tour in 2035. So that, I'll have to wait <laughs> at this point another 12 years or so in order to get my 227th show. <laughs> well, you don't have to wait that long. So then we got the Unplugged Medley. Yep, one last thing. Um, I'm so glad he actually played this song. I was wondering if he was going to play this or not. Um, And this is certainly one (laughs) that um, very likely... We don't get to hear too often. Well, (laughs) well, yeah. But (laughs) this is one that I don't think will be played again, necessarily, this exact same way. This usually is is a one and done when it comes to the various tours. So if he did do another vanity tour it may there may be an unplugged medley but it may not be this exact unplugged medley so it's very likely the last time hearing the unplugged medley uh in this fashion you agree oh uh sure okay (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean yeah he might he might switch yeah i guess so i guess he would probably would switch up the songs a little bit in, in the unplugged medley uh maybe cut one of them out yeah and leave the others yeah because this was a different version add another one other ones he's done so um i did listen specifically to hear if the audience would uh sing along to the the hawaii part the everybody but i did not hear anything (laughs) and i did notice uh suzanne filming the yoda chant from the side of the stage oh wow interesting i cool um yeah the songs in the yoda ch- and in the songs in uh, the unplugged medley in case we didn't say them amish paradise which got huge loud cheers like it always does when he starts that song smells like nirvana white and nerdy word crimes yoda and the yoda, yoda chant, chant. yeah why why do i have for oh for yoda he said um he does this once in a while he might do it every every when he says okay you sing it, and he holds the microphone out to the audience for that part, mm-hmm. and uh, they all sang along. And he gave a, a like a, a nod of approval to everybody. Oh, so good. He was happy with the, with the audience uh, singing that. Um, and then I did uh, check. I did also check to see if uh, anybody was doing the Hawaiian chant portion of the Yoda chant, and he said I didn't hear anybody. Um, <laughs> And then uh, the part in the Yoda chant where uh, he does The Lion Sleeps Tonight, that part of the song, yep. um, that got loud cheers as well. So that was a, a Hawaiian, um, or at least a Maui popular song, I guess. And th- so, so that was the, the new addition uh, to the Yoda chant, this tour, was The Lion Sleeps Tonight. So that's another thing that we, if he does another Yoda chant, he will probably add to it. Uh, so this may be the oh, last okay. time hearing this version of the Yoda chant, um, as it you know oh, stands. So okay, fair. Trying to point those out when we can, since it is the last show of a tour. <laughs> um, so after they finished the song, there was a really nice surprise for the band. Um, a number of women uh, came to the stage and 
they what is it can i say they laid them is that the what's the correct <laughs> term there uh they came out say, and you can say that um they put uh really cool authentic beaded lays on each of the guys and a couple of them got yeah uh their cheeks kissed and and they all came together and joined arms and and they got a photo with the audience behind them so it was it was very a cool experience um, yeah, it was really cool. They they took a, a a group picture together. They they all got like you said, they all got lays put around their necks and, and things like that. So it was it was really sweet. It was a nice way to end the tour and and really really cool. And you could tell like the, the entire band just like not only like they did they, they did have some relief on their faces, um, you know, for finishing the tour, but you know they were very genuinely happy to to be up there performing. You know, and you could and I have a I have a picture of Al just like with this look on his face, like he's just like so grateful, like and so happy. Like, <laughs> it was yeah, you know. it was it was a really sweet moment. And, to, like, everybody's to see like that. you know put their hands together and thanking and waving to the audience and things like that. So yeah, it was it was a very sweet moment. Um, and uh, the show I have ending at ten twenty one. I have ten twenty two, but I'm sure we're very All close. Right. Um, I was slightly closer to the show, so um, it was <laughs> <laughs> it, it was ten twenty two up in the front row at least. Um, ah, okay. You you were sitting a little further east. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have uh, that an announcement briefly played during time warp. And then I wrote first world problem solver. And I don't know, I don't remember <laughs> what any of that is in reference to, if that goes together or what, um, but I wrote that oh. down. <laughs> so I don't know if you <laughs> know anything about that. Um, I do not. I also uh, have that we did, uh, being that it was his birthday and it was the last show, we did track down uh, Sir Peaches to wish him a happy birthday in person. And we decided we need to ask him about the fingernail lights. And so this is actually where he confirmed that um, they did not have their normal lights uh, at the Hawaii shows, as, as I had suspected. And we asked him, what is the actual name for the fingernail lights? And do you have this written down, Dave? Do you remember this? I, rem- I remember the conversation, but I do not remember what Peaches said. I remember it took him a while. He was like, what? Fingernail lights? What, what, what are you talking about? Because he doesn't know them as fingernail lights. He knows, he them. knows them by their real name. Right. And, uh, and, and he was. it took us a while to, to sort of explain what we're talking about. And for people who are may not understand what we're talking about, there are lights that are up on stage, and they sort of look like these – like Really tight like crescent, crescent moons. Crescent moons. Yeah. And, and – uh, at some point, I think it was you who said they look like toenail clippings or fingernail clippings, and somebody else had made the same comment. Yeah. And ever since then, <laughs> I all that's all I could see is fingernail, the, the fingernail these, these lights. That, for fingernail lights or toenail <laughs> clipping lights. Uh, so we often report which songs uh, have those, and it's uh, usually uh, they weren't there. It's but, usually consistent. Like it's usually the same. Melanie's one, yeah. right? Yeah, that, Frank's that two thousand inch yeah. usually has yeah. it. Anyway, so we we were saying the fingernail lights and and Peaches wasn't exactly sure what we we're talking about. And we're like, oh, you know the one that you use during Melanie. It's like, oh, oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because <laughs> of course he would. Uh, so the official name for the fingernail lights, according to Peaches, is. Do we need? I feel like we should have a drum roll. I don't think we have one to play, but. It's called the Mythos Lights. 
so Ooh, mythos. Like that. That's that. it's a nice mythos. name. It doesn't quite roll off the tongue like a fingernail <laughs> like light, toenail <laughs> clippings. <laughs> but the mythos lights—that is uh, the official name. Um, it took us the entire tour over two years. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, outside of the continental U.S. to, to finally get the answer, uh, the mythos lights, aka fingernail lights. I like that mythos. I, I think I'm still going to call them the f- the fingernail lights or the toenail lights. Absolutely. No, no offense. No offense to you, peaches. Absolutely. So I I don't have any notes after that. So I'm going off memory. Uh, but do you have any notes on what happened post show with the photo uh, session? I have. <laughs> I also have no mo- no notes. So we are totally going off on memory on this one. Um, but I have a rough idea about what happened. Um, so obviously, after you know they clear out the uh, the venue, they ask for people to to stay back if you have the VIP. And didn't we get? I feel like we got like uh, wristbands, maybe for for a VIP. Um... Does that sound right? I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> I'm looking up the photos right now, and what I do remember is that it was a pretty small group. Of, it was a very small, people. small group of VIP people, and they sort of held them back, and then they had us line. And it I was don't uh, think we had usually bands, our though. Maybe we didn't. Maybe it was just. Uh, I think the, it was just the VIP lanyards that we had. Oh, may that yes, I think that's it. Was just the lanyards uh, because obviously uh, in you know. Anybody on Maui who has a lanyard, uh, VIP lanyard, probably got it that day at the VIP lounge. They didn't, right. you know, go to a previous concert. And anybody concert. who so already they had were worried them, about people they know by name, like us, and, right? And Jeremy, I don't think samples. they were worried about yeah. people sneaking in. So maybe there were. That's why there was no passes or or uh, or specific things other than the lanyard that would identify the VIP people. They just needed something to identify VIP people for like the staff. So you didn't get kicked out or anything right. like that. Um, but it, and, it was uh, a so that, fairly small group. Very, very small, very small group. Uh, and I know we, we sort of waited towards the back. It was uh, usually our friend, uh, JW Hoffer runs the VIP, but he, as we mentioned on the last episode, wasn't on the uh, European or Australian or Hawaiian legs of the tour. So uh, it was uh, the tour manager, Melissa, who was running the whole thing. Um, and everyone and she, was sort of getting uh, two poses, um, which was really nice. And, and again, there was no um, divider or screen. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, <laughs> this might have been this might have been another thing where we had an argument now that I think about it. Uh, I, <laughs> I wanted to get wanted to get a picture of, of just myself and Weird Al uh, in our Hawaiian shirts. And you wanted to get a picture of the two of us together um, with Al since in, it was the last show and doing, for the podcast reasons. And we were and. And I don't remember why I was in a I was in one of those moods again. I guess I didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to listen to you. Well, and I, whatever whatever happened, whatever transpired, we we were able to um, have a little extra time with Al, and we did do uh, separate and together. Just you know, JW wasn't there to give us that speech, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it was such a small group; they were willing to. Um, accommodate. Well, yeah. Well, what happened was I. Uh, was I don't remember why I wanted a, a separate picture. Who knows, but, Dave? Oh, because we already had one, um, and you <laughs> wanted an updated one. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So, so the more, so the, the it turns out that uh, basically, uh, 
I said, all right, we'll get a picture together if uh, if it's okay with the photographer and with Weird Al. And I said, you know, is it okay if we take a picture together? And they were both like, yeah, go for it. I don't care. You know, so. <laughs> I, I actually, uh, most people got two pictures. Uh, I got four solo pictures with Al. Um, oh, wow. What we did, <laughs> I had this really dumb idea and I never asked for it because it was a lot to ask for four photos, but because it was, it was very low key and it was the final show of the tour and everyone was kind of in a silly mood. I said, Al, I want a, a picture of us facing forward, facing to the left, one facing back and then one facing right. So I can make a gif of us just spinning in circles. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if you look at the photos, there's me and Al expressionless, just with our arms to our sides, facing forward then facing left, then facing back, then facing right. <laughs> it's very dumb, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you misspoke. You said GIF. I think you meant to say GIF. I did not! <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing we argue about. That's true. That's true. Playfully. Everyone's uh, going to think yeah, we uh, so, argue all the so time actually, now after this now it's coming back. Now, <laughs> yeah. now it's coming back why, why, uh, why I wanted a solo picture, because you wanted that solo picture of of yourself so you could do the GIF of yourself spinning. And, I sa- and then you wanted to get in on my picture as well to do the group picture of oh, us two. Well, so, who knows? so, Oh, it's my fault. I was like, no, if, it's my fault. If, okay. if you, you get a solo picture, <laughs> I want a solo picture. But anyway, yeah, did, it was, you did an inquisitive one with Al and then you did a crossed arms back to back with Al. And then by the, the graciousness of Al and Kamal and Melissa, we did a, a, a together pose where you and I are doing the David Ethan's <laughs> 2000 inch weird Al podcast pose. And, uh, Al has one where he's like kind of clutching his face with his eyes open, yeah, and then one where he is making a, a weird Al face, pointing at the camera. And I think that is our current cover image in the official podcast group at two thousand inch. Yeah, two. Th- and you know what? And that go ahead, go ahead. Group that two thousand inch dot com. Yes. Right. Yeah, and you know what? That is really a good picture. It's I'm probably glad, uh, the best I, picture we ever got with Al. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad you talked me into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that wasn't it, though, because you get the photo. No. And then it's time to loop back around and, and get an autograph. But they were out of the tour posters, the uh, the really great Mark Fredrickson posters. Oh, that's right. um, which two, I guess, quote for lack of a better term, normal people, that would be upsetting, maybe. But to us, we were <laughs> to excited. Those who only going to, one con- <laughs> to those people who were only going to one concert and looking forward to getting that, that piece of memorabilia, it might have been, it might have been upsetting if, if that's the one piece that they were hoping. Because remember, this is like 162 shows in. They've seen everybody online say how great these posters are, and they get there. <laughs> they don't have them. But we, but yeah, we so, were thrilled so they, to get something have, new for our yeah, collection. They did, yeah, it was the venue poster, right? Yeah, it was the venue poster. It was just, um, I think it was just like an 11 by 17 with the tour art on it, not the Mark Fredrickson design. And it was it was awesome. Um, and I, yeah. I don't remember what I got signed, but I do remember what you got signed. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I, I think I was pushing Al's buttons a little bit with this one. Yeah. Um, and so um, when we went to the Roku premiere of Weird Al Yankovic story in Brooklyn, New York, um, they were giving out menus uh, 
for um, yeah. Well, each 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 setting had a menu there, and because yeah, each setting this setting had a menu, this was the official Roku premiere. Um, it was a free; anything was free that we wanted. And on the left was the menu, and on the right was a Mad Libs. Um, yeah, and the Ma- Weird yeah, Al themed two, Mad there, Libs. Yeah, there were two. There were two drink choices, and then four. Um, specialty food choices you could choose from and then like and then or you could order off the regular menu as well but uh they they had the special menu they also had sort of for fun they had like this weird out mad libs on the uh, right side which was uh just a little fun thing that they did and uh, ethan and i after you know people had left the the theater at the at the venue, we went around, and anybody who left their menu behind—not not every menu in the just place, a handful of them, quite a few of them. Um, so I had extras. So I I thought it would be uh, at this point also in the tour they had relaxed the rules where you have to have the poster signed and you could have any item signed. Um, so I brought uh, the last one. I brought a napkin from that event, and this time I brought the Mad Libs. And I <laughs> thought originally I was going to have Al sign the menu because I thought that would be pretty cool. But then I it it struck me why don't I ask Al to fill out the Mad Libs? <laughs> so, as so. <laughs> So uh, you, I handed it to Al and I asked it him to, to read it. I do, okay. I do, I do. I, I did, I did, I did get up while uh, you were talking about something else and and and, and grab it. So uh, it's here. Um, so I asked Al to fill out the Mad Libs, and he was a little bit confused, but he's like, "What? What? what? You know, basically." And you could tell he was exhausted oh my from goodness, yeah. the show and the touring and the flying and just. Just he was he just wanted to go home. I mean, you could tell like his his house was probably, you know, he probably stayed. At, I'm guessing he stayed at a hotel that night and he got up the next day and went to his house. But um, you could tell he just wanted to be done. Yeah. <laughs> but him him being the professional and the great guy he is, he humored me and he filled out this Mad Libs. And uh, <laughs> a lot of a lot of times he just like reused verbs and nouns. Yeah, and stuff. You will see. You'll see. Right. So. So I will read uh, I will read the Mad Libs to you as Al filled them out, and you will hear a lot of words repeated. And uh, sometimes he just was like clueless. So I know you and Jackie and Alexis were tossing him words to say, <laughs> and he uh, always took so, the first suggestion. <laughs> yes, and he he did, did he did not he did not. Uh, he did fill this out. He did humor me, and he did uh, fill it out correctly. But it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> his his from Adams. And uh, for people who are on our Patreon, patreoncom slash 2000 inch, I do I did ask Frank to post this a while back over on our Patreon page. So if you actually want to see Al's handwriting and and filling fill this thing in, you can uh, check that out on our Patreon. Um, All right, let's hear it, Dave. All right, so here we go. Mad Libs. I've been a fan of Weird Al since the first day I heard his hit song, I Love Big Road. <laughs> he was inspired He was inspired by his favorite hot dog flavor. And who can forget his song? Another one rides the car. Weird Al's <laughs> Weird Al's take on the song, Another One Eats the Dust, was so funny, even members of the band Plumber loved it. <laughs> After that, Weird Al kept on biting out more and more red records. But my but my favorite Weird Al songs are based on hits by that moon-biting superstar, Dave. <laughs> that one he had to fill in the word celebrity, and he chose me as the celebrity. 
when I heard bite it and big for the first time, I almost bit my shoes. There's no song in the whole big world that Weird Al can't make into an amazing shoe. From... From like a plumber to living in an Amish bathroom, Weird Al can Weird Al can bite it all. So he used bit quite a bit. He's bit he bit quite a bit. He reused shoes a few times. He definitely reused biting over and over again or bite definitions of bite and big. So yeah, uh <laughs> This is one of this is one of my most treasured pieces. Thank you so much for filling that out. <laughs> Just think, Al could have been back with his family one minute sooner if it wasn't for you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. It was so much fun. It was so nice to see Al and um, yeah, the everyone. It was just so such a wonderful experience that whole show and and um, what a fun trip, Dave. Um, unfortunately, I think honestly, I think we just went home and, and went right to bed. I, I don't remember anything else from that night. Um, <laughs> I, I do, uh, yeah. I we did. We we went we went back and we decided because uh, you had to. You were actually flying home the next day, right? Um, so you had, I think, an early flight out of there. It's, I don't know how you did it, but you were on a plane again um, to fly home. But yeah, I remember. Uh, the only thing I remember about once we got back to the hotel was that um, you didn't have a lot of room in your suitcase, so I had extra room in mine, and and also. Uh, with all like those those um, oversized Weird Al head mugs oh, that we got, and the and, coffee cans, and, and, and the coffee yeah. cans, and and the bags of coffee, um, I was going to stop at a post office and mail this stuff home, so I didn't have to pay extra, you know, luggage fees. I also didn't have mm-hmm. you know the room in my luggage. So you were giving me tons of things to put in my luggage or to uh, to mail home. Yeah, I think I gave you because I I think I just and, had my small bag and I yeah I just gave you everything. Um, yeah, and and Alexis gave me a few things that she said she didn't want like extra coffee tins or something <laughs> like that. So so I remember in in our hotel room, Jackie and I we had we just lined everything out and we just had like all I think I took a picture of it. I don't know if I ever posted it anywhere. We had all these these just weird out head bugs and all these like uh, coffee coffee tins. Yeah, because it was and, you. Jackie, me, and Alexis every both nights had VIP. So right, <laughs> that's amazing. And then you know the the, the extra T shirts, you know that that we bought because it had the Hawaii things right, on right. it. Um, and then um, a couple other extra things we got as the tour was wrapping up that they just didn't want to pack that they kind of gave to us. And you had some. We had the posters. The, oh, wasn't there like a, a sign for the mug that I got or something? Yeah, I think you got like the sign for the mug. I got the sign for the water bottle because that I might be what I had bottle. Al sign that night. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I think you did. I think you had. I think you got the. Was it the mug or the? Tum- it must have been the tumbler. There was no mug, right? Yeah, it was either the the tumbler or the water bottle. I think we each got one. Well, I, I got yeah, I got the water bottle because I love that water bottle. Yeah, I think Mar. Um, I think I said to Marnie like early on the tour, like, don't throw these out at the end of the tour, and she remembered oh. that and she gave them to us. I remember too is that somebody I remember too somebody like was helping Marnie clean up and they just like ripped this sign off the wall 
and like they crumpled it up and threw it into a garbage bag and I'm like, is that garbage? Can I have that? And they were like, what? Because <laughs> it, like, it had like prices on it or something. And so they're like, you want the piece of garbage? And I'm like, yeah. And so they took it out and they flattened it out and gave it to me. Oh. <laughs> in, 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 in other garbage picking news, um, at this show... I saw at the top of a garbage can, it wasn't a messy garbage can, it was like a, a clean one, but there was a program in the garbage, and I was like, oh, is, it, is this, you know, is Weird Al in this program? And I, I looked at the front, I looked at the back, I opened one page, and I was like, Al's not going to be in here, and I just, I put it back in the garbage. Um, I have more. I have I have something to add to that later, so I'll just leave that as a, a breadcrumb. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I don't know if I know this story. So, um, the next morning... We got up early enough to grab uh, our final meal together in Hawaii, uh, the three of us. We ate right at the hotel. They had a nice little restaurant there. And then, did you take me to the airport? Or I think I just took like an Uber. I can't remember, though. Yeah, I f- think you took an Uber because I remember... You guys were... I think you took an yeah, Uber. Yeah, you guys had something to do. So I can tell well, well, my stuff yeah, or do you want to tell your stuff? <laughs> I, it's up to you what you want to do. Why don't you tell your stuff? Because I was going to run in the other room and look for so- something. So I get to the airport and I get through security and I'm at my gate hanging out. And who do I see but Ruben Valtiera and John Bermuda Schwartz also at the airport. <laughs> um, so it was really cool to see them. And I got to congratulate them on the great show and the great tour. And um, it was really cool to see them yet again at an airport. And Ruben was on a different flight, but as it turns out, Bermuda was on the exact same flight I was because I was flying to L.A. and then flying L.A. to somewhere else, Newark or whatever, and then there to home. So I had two connections I had to do. Um, So... It was really cool. I got to chat with them for a bit and, um, you know, of course, with masks on and stayed distanced. And um, I do have a picture with them. And at one point, I think Bermuda bought me a soda. He like he's like, can you watch my stuff? He's like, I'm going to go grab a soda. He's like, do you want one? I was like, yeah, sure. So I don't know if I don't I didn't save that bottle for my collection. day. I don't know if that's something what I should have done. (laughs) I think you should have. Um. And it was it was really kind of bizarre because um, on the flight home for you know to L.A. Bermuda was just a few rows ahead of me. It was just kind of surreal to me <laughs> to be oh, wow. on an airplane uh, with with Bermuda. And it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a full flight, so I think we both got to have um, a rose to ourselves, which was nice. Oh, nice, nice. Um, and it was just it was really nice getting to uh, to chat with them and. As we were exiting the plane when we landed in L.A., uh, as Bermuda was heading home and as I was uh, heading to my next flight, he said, he's like, you know what? I think I have something that you might like. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and, you know, I, I don't care what Bermuda gives me. I'm going to like it. But right. I'll like it. He, he reached yep. in his uh, briefcase and he pulled out one of those programs that remember I said I saw it in the garbage and then yeah. threw it back out. Well, Bermuda said, check this out. Um, I only got two of these from the venue, but there is an ad for the Weird Al show in here. And he flipped to a specific oh. page. And I'm like, I can't believe I missed this. Um, so he gave me that as a as a parting gift. And I, I was really thrilled Aww. to have that. And uh, it was really sweet. And, and uh, we, we went our separate ways. And, and then 
I went home and then I had to <laughs> immediately <laughs> go back out and travel for another couple weeks uh, <laughs> with the the show I was the tour manager for. So, um, wow. I, I my my trip to Hawaii was brief but very exciting and very fun. And um, <laughs> I think you you continued to send me pictures of you guys on the beach, uh, making me jealous that I was. Like in Iowa oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> Wherever the hell I had to go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I ran in the other room because I wanted to, to grab the, the, the crumpled up piece of paper that I that was pulled out of the garbage. It wasn't even like in a garbage. They just crumpled it up or about to like throw it in like a plastic bag or something. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was what it was the sign um, that had that had all the prices on it and the water bottle was fifteen dollars, but apparently they sold that out because it's crossed off, scratched out. Uh, the coffee tumbler was thirty dollars, t-shirt thirty dollars, and Hawaiian button down seventy five dollars. They didn't call it Aloha shirt. Interesting. Um, so yeah, that was so I have a crumpled up uh, price thing, and I did confirm that I did did get the uh, water bottle uh, sign, the big. Uh, sign so you must have gotten i'm guessing the tumblr sign do you still have my tumblr sign or did you give it to me i think i still have a bag of stuff you gave me last time i saw you that <laughs> uh, maybe it's in I, there. I, I gave i gave you everything that i think that i owe you okay except for possibly maybe a poster if you have if you had a poster personalized to yourself then you might not i might not have given you that well, I'm sure. I'm sure I have it. I'm sure. I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> One day when I get my collection straight, if I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to have seventy-two posters, and I only have seventy-one, then I'll I'll let you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know if I gave you the. I might not have given you the eleven. Now that you mentioned it, the eleven by seventeen. I don't know if I did or not. <laughs> well, you would have had oh, well. three of them. One for you, one for Jackie, one for me. So yeah, I'll right. I'll yeah. check. I, I know where the bag is. All right, let me know. Saw you let me know. Anyway. Let me know. <laughs> I went <laughs> off to middle America to do, be a tour manager for a comedy tour <laughs> while you and Jackie stayed and uh, had... Oh, we stayed back. We stayed back on Maui and we had a great time. How many days so, did you stay? Do you remember? A few, okay. um, four, four, three or four. I don't know. We'll go. We'll go. I'll go through them quickly because they're, they're not too many weird uh, related things. But uh, yeah, the first thing we did is we got up that that the next morning after you had already left. Uh, we checked out of the hotel. And we went to uh, the post office to mail all of our stuff home. And the funny thing is that I actually arrived home before any of the packages arrived. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's how. That's how. Uh, that's how uh, slow the mail was getting out of there. Is like I, I ended up staying multiple days on on Maui and still beat all all the packages home. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think we had like two, two uh, one poster tube uh, and full of posters and and other paper memorabilia things, and then we had the uh, the tube like priority boxes filled with coffee and jack jackie had bought like coffee at like uh the coffee place we went to on oahu so we put that in there as well and, oh, and I don't, a couple other i don't know if we can fly with with the coffee that may have been why um oh maybe i, I don't ship it. it it was it was it was heavy i think was our reason for shipping it and a lot of it um so we yeah, I don't know. Maybe I did maybe, have. I don't know. I did. Yeah, I did at least one time get stopped at an airport with my Weird Al coffee, and they they rubbed the uh, the bomb paper on it because <laughs> I guess it looks like gunpowder. I don't know. 
<laughs> but through through the uh, through the um, X-ray, a, a big thing of coffee, you know, could look suspicious. So, yeah, it, I I don't know. Um, I assume you can fly with coffee because nobody said we couldn't. But I don't know. Uh, we we mailed it home anyway. Um, but yeah, so that that day we uh, we went to a couple beaches afterwards. Uh, Wailea Beach. Uh, we love that beach. That was cool. Uh, uh, we saw sea turtles, Ooh. which was really awesome. Um, a couple of them were were around and uh, like swimming right up to us. So it was it was awesome uh, to get to see that. Like um, a lot of like crabs and and other things. Uh, spent a time there. And we went to another beach which we had gone to uh, before, which I remembered and I remembered how to get to, uh, called Polo Beach, which was another great spot to hang out. Uh, we d- we went there, went to lunch after that, um, and then we went out to dinner. <laughs> we were gonna go, so I, I forget. Like a couple times, somebody told us you got to go to this the sushi place for dinner, and it was like all the way on the other side of the island in, jeez, uh, where, wherever it was. Um, we were so. We got there and they're like, yeah, we don't have any seats left today. So I was a little bit upset oh. that we drove all that far to, to go to this sushi place that like everybody in the world told us we had to go to. Uh, but uh, we did find a nice place. Uh, Leilani's on the beach. Um, and I ordered, they had on the menu, Kimo's Original Hula Pie. Oh, wow. Which was, which I had to order. Absolutely. And I'm so glad I did because it was this huge, huge chunk of ice cream cake covered in like chocolate syrup and whipped cream and oh my gosh it was it was delicious wow and and uh, it was it was awesome it came on its own plate that said hula pie <laughs> it was really cool um and then uh yeah uh the next day uh Jackie and I decided we were going to take the road to Hana which you sort of need to do when you're in in on Maui it's definitely a, a fun fun drive we did that on our honeymoon um in 2010 when we were there the mistake we made is we did not the last time is we did not stay in hana and we had to drive back on that road at night and it's scary enough to drive in the daytime it's like a one it's like a one lane road that like winds up throughout the the side of a cliff right (laughs) yeah basically yeah there there are times where you you don't feel safe at all um and uh, we had to do that in the dark. So we're like, this time we're going to go out to Hana. We, and we didn't get to spend any time in Hana either. So this time we're going to go out. We're going to get this a hotel room in Hana. We're going to spend like two days in Hana. And we stopped and we got this place. And I'm looking at it. It's called Hanakai Maui Oceanfront. It says condos, but it's like a hotel um, that you can rent. And uh, oh, my gosh, it was right on there on the on the bay. And it was it was incredible, and it was oh, such great. such amazing. It was a bit expensive, but it was totally worth it. Um, the road to Hana was was nice. You know, we stopped along the way. There was one point where we stopped at one of the lookouts, and they had all these uh, like <clears throat> it was like a telephone pole of some sort, but it was just covered covered in stickers. Um, so. I happen to have an extra intern Frank's uh, <laughs> we hate intern Frank sticker, and I figured, well, if all the if all the locals and other tourists who have stopped here are going to put stickers on this uh, pole, I'm going to do the same thing. So I did that. Uh, so some people, 
if you're in Maui and you stop it, happen to stop at this and you see that we hate intern Frank sticker, please, please let us know. And we will, I don't know, we'll do something. We'll send you a stickers or something. We'll <laughs> just <laughs> let us know. Um, I'd love to know if it's still there. Yeah, we stopped at like a whole bunch of places. We stopped at this one place where uh, you can uh, jump off waterfalls. It's called Puaka'a Falls, something like that. And I jumped off a waterfall, which I had knew how to do because the last time I was there, um, I happened to stumble across a tour guide who told me where to jump. <laughs> Otherwise, I never would have would have done it. Uh, so I got to jump off a waterfall. Very which I cool. Loved. Um, After all this we talk and, of waterfall lights the whole tour, you're like, I have to jump off one. I have to jump off one and uh, make sure it's well lit when I do. Uh, and the other thing we had done um, on the one of the reasons, uh, one, of, one of the things I really missed out on the last time um, we went to Maui was getting to go into a lava tube, which is basically like a lava carves out this tube through like the, this rock and uh it's really it's really kind of awesome nice um and uh the last time we were we stopped at one um and it we happened to be there on believe it or not on halloween and we and it was on someone's private property but they gave out like tours you know through it and she said normally I would give you a tour, but it's Halloween and I have to take my kids Halloween, uh, you know, to get Halloween candy, you know, <laughs> going trick or treating. So I can't do it today. And I was really bummed that I didn't get to do a lava tube the last time I was there. So we got to do a lava tube, uh, this time, which was really nice and really pretty and really cool. Uh, let's see. Yeah. We got to the hotel. Um, the only <laughs> the thing, so uh, we had a little time. We went um, – there's this thing uh, which I was looking to see what to do and kind of haunted the past, past the time besides just relaxing and doing nothing. <laughs> right. Um, and we found this uh, this uh, thing called a red sand beach, which we thought sounded really, really interesting. Uh, Kahalulu red sand beach. Kind of like uh, a red rum to goody beach. Kind of like a red rum to goody beach. So – I'm like, well, let's go there. It's like not that far at all from the hotel we stayed at. Um, and, uh, you know, it's kind of nice to go to the beach. So we went there and we get there and like there's all these signs. This trail is dangerous, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, we're, and you and you are walking. And at one point you are walking like on the side of a cliff. Like and you're and I'm just like, I don't know if I feel safe doing this. But we put, pushed on and we got to the beach and I'm so glad we made that hike because the beach was gorgeous and like the waves were were great. I went in the sand. I went in the beach, and oh, it was it was an incredible hike to get there. And like it wasn't crowded at all because it was so hard to get to. But there were people there. Um, it was it was incredible. It was a great great beach. Um, there was a crazy. There was a weird crazy guy on the beach that just was I don't know what he was doing, but um, he might have been living there. I'm not sure, but that was a little weird. But it was it was fun. Um, and then later on. Um, Jackie's got some friends that live in, in Hawaii and they said, Oh, I, and she was texting back and forth with them, you know? Um, and they're like, I know what beach you went to the red sand beach, uh, there, uh, in Hana. And he says, that's on private property. You're not technically supposed to go to that. Beach. Oh, so, <laughs> Oops. So that's why the, there was all these signs that said, that said, be careful because, uh, you know, trail is dangerous because obviously the, the person who owns that property can't, can't stop. Hawaii's got this weird rule that says like you 
you have to like all beaches are public. You cannot prevent people from going to the beach, but like the pro- the property, like, so they have to have like sort of like right of ways and stuff. So I guess um, you have to go on this guy's property to get to the beach. Okay. In other words, okay. So he kind of has to let you go, or they have to let you go, but they're they don't want to get sued if you fall off the side of a cliff. So <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> anyway, it was it was a it was a hike to get there, but it was very nice. And then the the um, we went out to. I woke up early. I watched the the sunrise over the Hana Bay. There, uh, it was it was orange. We saw whales off in the in the distance, things like that. Um, we took we went um, we went on the Hana Highway. We went to the Haleakala um, Haleakala National Park there and, and walked around on some hiking trails uh, to see uh, like all the different waterfalls and things like that. And then. Um, the following day, we had to drive home. We drove home. I've ne- So you can actually drive all the way around the island of, of Maui. I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not an easy drive. I'll put it that way. Um, as rough as it was to go out to Hana on the Hana Highway, it was much, much scarier driving along. I think it's called the Pialani Highway. Oh, jeez. Along the southern si- side of the... Uh, southern side of Maui there, there were parts where you're, it, the road's not paved and you're on the side of a cliff and there's puddles and, and rocks sticking out of everything and you don't really feel too safe. And there was one point where another car was coming in the other direction and I didn't know what to do because <laughs> it's like a one lane road. <laughs> so I sort of just backed up and it's a rental car. What do I care? I sort of backed up into the uh, side of the cliff so that uh, <laughs> I didn't, didn't damage the car. I backed, you know, backed up so that the other car could pass, but it was, it was a scary drive, but then it opens up and it becomes a paved road and it is like the most scenic road in the world. So that was a lot of fun. And that was our last day there. We got to the, the hotel and we drove home. Uh, we flew home. Um, I got to the airport and we flew home. Um, so it was it was a great time. I'm glad we got to spend those extra days in Maui. And I'm sorry I sent you all those pictures of us enjoying the, uh, <laughs> enjoying the beautiful weather and the beach while you're stuck in snowy wherever the heck you were. Um, I don't know that it was snowing, but it might as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> But oh my gosh, what an amazing, amazing adventure. Um, like J- Jackie and I have been talking about going back to Hawaii for years because we loved it so much. So we're so glad we got to tie it in with a Weird Al tour, two Weird Al stops. We got to spend extra time on Oahu before you know, the Weird Al's concerts. We got to spend time after on Maui and do a lot of the things we missed out on doing uh, the last time we were there. We got to spend it with... You know, with you and Alexis and Jeremy and Wendy and Peggy and all the other people who flew out, Mike Sultan and Fred and got to see yeah, Fred and yeah, I'm sure I'm forgetting people. Miles, uh, <laughs> I got to see Miles J perform. Granted, not under the best circumstances, but for the first time ever, you know, I got to see Miles J perform. I got to see Kimo again do Hawaiian slack key music in Hawaii, his own home, his own home state, adopted home state. Home so away from that was birth home. home away from home. Yeah, <laughs> he is <laughs> Canadian, technically. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, it's 
it's wild when you think about it. The Canadian is the one doing the Hawaiian slacky. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the Grammy was, award-winning uh, Hawaiian slacky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was a great experience, and I'm so, I'm glad I got to spend it, you know, with you, part of it with you, and I'm glad we got we got to see Weird Al do two amazing shows. And before we go, Dave, there is one uh, bit of business we need to figure out, and that is, of course, oh yeah, Dave's pick of the I night. Forgot about that. <laughs> so <clears throat> uh, we went through the show, and and there were definitely a few that I thought may be contenders throughout. So I did make a little bit of a list, and I do. Um, mm. I underlined and starred the one that I believe is the official Dave's pick of the night. So, um, you let me, you let Frank know when it's time to play the Dave's pick yep. of the night music. All right. So I had a couple that I, that I kind of were, were thinking about here. Um, <clears throat> I'll go through those, them first, and then I will, uh, I'll say what my pick of the night is. I'll cue Frank first. Uh, but, um, I, I've definitely... Was hoping to hear the song Melanie, and I thought that was a great, uh, a great rendition of Melanie. Uh, I, I, I starred that one as a possible Dave's pick of the night. Um, I didn't think of it until you mentioned it, but hearing Bob on a palindrome day, wow! Uh, how how do I not include that as into the choice in my pick of the night? Um, and then uh, also uh, you the, the, the Aretha Franklin song. Um, you make me feel like a natural woman. Uh, Peach's birthday song. I love that song, and I'm glad that uh, it was dedicated to Peaches. Um, <laughs> and then um, also um, the unplugged Madly always is a number one contender. But uh, Albuquerque, where uh, Al gets Al threw out 27 donuts, um, which was a official Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast suggestion are all my possible choices. So I hope you underline one of those and uh, made my choice. So Frank, whenever you're ready, play that theme song. Dave's pick of the night. Solely for the 27 donuts, I had to go with Albuquerque. What an incredible song that is. And getting to see that live and ending the tour with Albuquerque as the uh, final official song of the night. Awesome. I loved it. It's Ethan's prediction of Dave's pick of the night. Dave, I wrote down Bob. I wrote down Dare to be Stupid, which you did not have as one of your contenders. Oh. I wrote down the Unplugged Medley. I wrote down She Makes Me Feel Like a Natural Woman or whatever the official song title is there. But the one that I starred and I underlined was... Albuquerque. <laughs> so I'm very happy to close out with a win. You did it. <laughs> it I, I started off very strong this this tour. You did. You did. I, I, I started to, you know, lose my way a little bit, but then I feel like I, I had a strong ending. So um very very fun to to pick your pick <laughs> correctly. Um yeah, that that was just pretty stinking majestic. Um I have no doubt in my mind that that was a, a shout out for the podcast and for, for all oh, of the yeah. listeners and Weird Al fans out there. So a uh, big thanks to Al for that. And I think that's it, Dave. I think, you know, we're done with the tour. I, we did it. This was we did it. the 51 <laughs> centimeter. And I think we have a few ideas. This may not be the last 
one of this series, so uh, stay tuned. Well, now you said it. Now we have to do it. I said Ugh. it may not be. <laughs> stay tuned to see if, if Dave and I decide to record anything else. I know we, we have talked about recording something going over the merchandise, uh, so yeah. I, I think at the very least we should uh, consider doing something like that, Dave, where we can give our final thoughts now that we've had over a year with this merchandise in our possession to... <laughs> <laughs> to, and all the new merchandise they've added along the way. And that's right. That's right. And, 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 oh my gosh! And that that's going to be a long episode. And yeah, we talk we talk about possibly doing a tour wrap up, and possibly maybe getting uh, some thoughts from our listeners. So uh, more on that possibly on the next episode, if there is one. <laughs> That was Dave and Ethan's 2008 Weird Al Podcast. Ridiculously self-indulgent bonus episode 51 centimeter. All right, Ethan, I thought it would be fun if you filled out the Mad Libs this time. Uh, okay. All right. Give me a noun. Bite. A verb. Bite. A verb ending in I-N-G. Bite-ting. An adjective. Bite-colored. An occupation. Biter. A type of food. Bite-sized food. 